Yo, I am the Sandman, and you're listening to Jobber Radio Podcast. Solutions for life, motherfuckers. It's Jobber Radio. It's Jobber Radio. It's Jobber Radio. I know how WWE likes to give, you know, throw Randy Orton a bone every once in a while. Uh, uh, stop. This Kurt Angle looks like you just threw your uncle in the ring. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Kurt Angle looks like a human thumb. Put all the weights on the uh, Ember Saturn or whatever the fuck her name is. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Jobber Radio episode number 99. For all you Brooklyn Nine-Nine fans out there, which I have been going through it recently, the, the, the uh... Those of you who don't know it, the little nine nine chant uh, is pretty uh, pretty popular and pretty fun to do. But uh, okay, sorry that was a terrible intro. Uh, you want me to just redo it, or are we just gonna keep that? No, we don't redo it around here. Yes, keep all, your... all of this is in. All okay, of it. all of this is in. Okay, well, yeah, sorry for that little uh, for that intro there. It is episode number ninety nine here on Java Radio. I am Jake, aka Bomber. We got Peanut here. Peanuts never had to redo an intro back when he was the host, did you? Not even once. But I realize we normally get our shows hijacked now before we introduce. So I'm trying to get back to the roots of Java Radio, where we don't speak. Until oh. we're introduced. Oh, that was our it's, roots, uh, huh? And uh, I also have... I'm eating strawberries today, so don't refer to me as Peanut. I w- will be going by Strawberry. Strawberry. <laughs> Just <laughs> going straight by Strawberry. Okay. Uh, Well, Lee is here today. Lee, do you got any nicknames you're going by today, or are you just going straight by Lee? Only the happiest wrestling fan in the world. I mean, oh. we've got MLW kicking it off on all cylinders. The G1's really, really good this year. And the NWA are doing fucking TV tapings. Wow. I'm it, not going to remember that nickname, by the way. That's That was long. Too long? <laughs> oh, yeah. The whole thing. Oh, wow. Uh, so, also, we got Scott. Scott, how are you doing? You got any other nicknames going on your side of the uh, on your side of Canada over there? <laughs> no, not really any other nicknames. But uh, I am, like I said to you before we even started, I'm exhausted just like you are, hence the opening the way mm-hmm. it was. We're both real tired. Um, so, no, it should be fun. Let's see how off the wall we can get. Yes, yeah, so you have, a, like, a reason, though. Mine is just being <clears throat> dumb. Uh, that's my Yeah, no, I, I had to cover for a lot of vacation time, which yeah. didn't mean extra hours, just they were busy hours. And it's all good. It's manageable. It's I'm on vacation now. It's good. Your excuse is you ate, like, 20 chicken sandwiches. Well, kind, yeah, well, kind of. Uh, on my other YouTube channel that we will not name here, we'll just say that... Uh, um, I have a video coming out next week where I tried all of the chicken sam- uh, chicken sandwiches from fast food restaurants around me. There were 12 of them, 
And I tried, I ranked them on which ones were best from worst to uh, best. So And only fast food, like big chains, like a Chick-fil-A. Yeah, exactly. A Chick-fil-A. KFC, a McDonald's. Exactly, yes. See, I've, never, I've never seen one of these videos. I've seen stills from them. Is this ah. like where you're a creeper in a mask? Uh, well, there, there's a there's there's a mask involved. We'll say that. We'll say. Do you, that. Do you shove the food through the mask, or do you like lift the mask? Oh, up it goes eat? through the mouth hole of the mask. 100%. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I have to wash the mask each and every show because it's just filled with. This episode, I did not know that almost every goddamn chicken sandwich Mayo. is loaded with mayonnaise. Yeah, or as McDonald's calls it, it, chicken sauce. Oh, my who calls God. it that? <laughs> McDonald's. No. At least here in Canada. It's like, oh, oh. no mayo. Oh, so no chicken sauce? Y- yeah, that. Get that out of there. And you know, I'm not a mayonnaise fan either. So no, I saw your Cheetos what? one. Really? Was, yeah. Yeah, I'm not What's a mayonnaise guy. I just, I'm not I like a, big a smidge. Guy. I like a smidge, but but places always overdo it when they put it on. So oh, my God. A smidge. Yeah. Uh, uh, it shouldn't be called chicken sauce unless it, unless it actually has, like, chicken in the ingredients somewhere, right? Yeah. I don't don't ask me. I've never heard it's chicken just, sauce. You no, know, it's, 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 it's like it's like buffalo. It's like buffalo sauce. It's got buffaloes in it, right? Hey, there it is. Gotta love me some buffalo sauce. And yeah, hundred percent buffalo in there. I only like ketchup. Okay, so here we go. Uh <laughs> you want a steak, pal? God damn. Yeah. No, good stop it. So here we go. Uh first things first, we are gonna talk some wrestling today. We're gonna get to, you know, SummerSlam. We're gonna talk about, you know, we're gonna do a little breakdown of the matches and whatnot, but you know, uh, we did have one big news story that uh, kind of broke uh, in between our last episode and this episode, and it was the passing of Harley Race. Um, I know, Lee, you were I – pro- I don't know if you were the biggest fan of our group of him, but I, uh, it, it seemed like it, uh, judging by your post. So what, what, were your, uh, what were your reaction and thoughts and stuff going on with that? Uh, well, I, I was kind of expecting it, honestly, like for the longest – time now he's been in really bad shape and there there's Harley's in hospital he's out of hospital Harley's taking a turn for the worst now he's better that kind of thing usually leads to like a death yeah quickly right but um yeah it's sad because uh I I think some people kind of think he's just like one of those boring 1950s style wrestlers that didn't do a lot of high spots and stuff like that but the truth of the matter is uh the guy was eight time NWA world champion. He was like the the epitome of that belt. Uh, he, he took the title around the world. He defended it against every big name in the sport. He made Ric Flair. Um, and he was, uh, if you actually watch his matches, he was an exquisite fucking bumper. Um, he was all about putting other people over. And he was one of the most legitimate tough guys in the business. And uh, people, if, if you've never like sort of dug in like if, if you all you know harley race for is uh his last little run with uh wwf and then his like managing of lex luger and vader and wcw mm-hmm. uh, just just go back and watch some of his matches even just watch like uh the ones that everyone always talks about where he uh, wrestled flair but um I, I would say if if you if you want to take a little trip to uh some japanese wrestling and see him uh fight some of the greats in japan as well when he was defending the nwa title uh, just, just, just take a chance on it and do it. I think you'll like it. It's not. I don't think it's what you think Harley Race is. If you're not familiar with it, let's just put it that way. Yeah. Uh, when when I think of the NWA title, I think of just a handful of guys, and he's definitely one of them. Him and Flair, the, you know, the front runners for me when I think of that title. 
Um, right. And unfortunately, when I think of – I get him mixed up with Stan Hansen a lot. Uh, I don't know if that's a common thing. It might just be a me thing. But I wasn't always really big into their, you know, backgrounds and stuff. I knew of them. I knew they both, you know, did a lot of stuff in Japan. But sometimes I get them guys confused together. So um, don't be like me. Don't be like me. Yeah, really don't. That, that's, yeah. That's, that's, that's a you thing. I don't know anyone who mistakes Charlie Race for Stan Hansen. To- can totally be me. But, yes, that uh, th- I definitely make that mistake. Anybody else but have any re- uh, thoughts or, you know, things no. they want to say about uh, Mr. Race? Uh, Well, I'll just say something brief because I remember I was a WWF guy. So when he came over, it was King Harley Race. And I was like, who's this guy? (laughs) Um, And I mean, that was, I mean, the legend is that was part of the rib and stuff back and forth. And now when they tell it, it's like he was so well honored and recognized by WWF who had broken away from the NWA. They were the ones who still had like Backland versus Race and Champion versus Champion matches. He was the one they did it with because they Mm -hmm. respected him that much. So there's, you know, when you're in the war, you take your shots. But when you step back, okay, look, this guy was a legend. Apparently, uh, um, man paid for all his funeral arrangements and everything. Yeah, oh, he nice. also he also Harley. I forget who said it. I think it was Leland Race or one of his like sons or nephews. I I, I honestly forget. But he, they mentioned that Harley had to be airlifted from or medevaced from one hospital to another, and the Medicare wouldn't handle it. So one phone call to WWE and it was paid for. Oh, and they were like, nice. they were like, thank you, Vince. I got two more days with Harley was basically what it was. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, the, oh, boo Vince. But no, shut up. Um, I'd, also, I'd, also, I'd also say, uh, even though his run with WWF was, you know, at the end of his career and his, he was pretty broken down at that point, he had, uh, he had a, quite a banger of a match with fucking Haku uh, at one point, oh. which is yeah. pretty good, damn good. He uh, and like I said, I, I knew him from that. I, I learned about the NWA stuff afterwards because I remember when we got first got TBS and I saw WCW and they were doing archive stuff and I learned about the older stuff and that's when I saw a race and I'm like, it's older style. It's not my style so much. I, I like it and he's one of the better ones of it. But there was just something about it that didn't appeal. But that's just you know WWF mm-hmm. versus NWA. Eh. Um, but also he was an awesome heel manager. With guys like Vader and stuff like that, he was so good there too. And yep. the the legend ha- has that he was the first to slam Andre ever. Apparently, um, the, sure there, there's footage sure of him doing it on the floor. But sure yeah, he's the first one to Stan ever Hansen? do it. That might have been Stan Hansen. Yeah, no. That. Also, I've <laughs> never heard anyone get race confused with Hansen. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to know if there was ever race versus Hansen, and watch you watch it with your mind explode. Like, did you uh, see Harley race in a cowboy hat at some point? And that's like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe yeah. that might be what. It, yeah, totally. But yeah. yeah, he seemed like one of the like the legit tough guys that everybody always had in high regard, like one of those guys that no one had a bad thing to say about him. Nobody. And, like, I dare anyone to yeah. find anyone that's other than, like, some stupid asshole like, who, who likes the Young Bucks saying they, saying shit about Harley Race. Yeah. Like, he's one of those guys, like, there's, there's basically, then. there was always Harley and Owen, where no one ever said anything bad about them. Sure, they did stuff. Like, there's legends of Race putting a gun in Hogan's mouth during the Territory War. That's not even a legend. That's that's a true. Story. Oh, there you go. Yeah, but Hogan still talked good, nice about him when Sign he passed. Of the times. Well, it's like you know, ah, it's you do what you do. So, so like, yeah, no, he he was super well regarded. Uh, it's, it was a matter of time, though. Unfortunately, like you said, Lee, he was just yeah, turn that yeah. corner, and there's no turning back. Unfortunately, it's just how long do you have? Um, but yeah, no. Whenever I think of NWA, it's pretty much him, Flair, and Dusty. 
Those three. There you go. Unfortunately, though, I think Lee, you had him picked on your death pool last time, right? Yeah, I did. Correct. That's how long it's been. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, that was death. Uh, death pool three point oh. Yeah. Okay. So we're on four, right? We are on death pool four point oh. Nobody no had uh, Harley race, so nobody, uh, you know, um, I, you know, won. To, to, to be fair, we didn't have Harley because we couldn't really take him. Yes, that is our rules for those who are new. Uh, listen to Java Radio. We do have a death pool that we've been doing for a very long time. Since uh, the first episode, right? Maybe I've, episode number two was called the Death oh, okay. Pool. Um, so <laughs> t- 2012, we've been running a death pool. Um, we've had three different winners. Uh, I won twice, and then Scott won once. Um, but currently, and our rule is if, uh, like for example, the last death death pool 3.0, I had Mean Gene Okerlund. Zion had Ric Flair. Rab had Alberto Del Rio. Peanut, you had JBL. Uh, Lee had Harley Race, and Scott had Vader. So, unfortunately, Scott won with Vader. So that means all those other picks we could not do for 4.0s, which means that Harley Race was not available. So just to do an update, because it's been a while since, uh, you know. Uh, we had a winner. Well, uh, Yeah, I, I feel really dirty saying winner, but yes. You say that each time. We get it. But yeah, I know. I know. I just I do it, feel that. It is bad. a horrible, morbid topic, yes. But. So anyway, our 4.0s, just to recap everybody, catch them up. Uh, I have Jim Ross. Uh, Matt Zion has David Flair. Rab, <laughs> Rab has Jeff Hardy, who may be in the lead right now. Uh, so. Peanut, you have Charlie Haas. I don't know if you. Re- <laughs> I don't know if you remember. I don't know if you remember that <laughs> one. Uh, Lee, ha- I think we all remember who Lee's got. Lee's got Dory Funk Jr. and yep. Scott has Sonny. So there you go. Oh, Ooh, I forgot about one. that. That's yeah. the that's the only <laughs> other female that's ever been picked because I actually won the first first death pool with China. So mm-hmm. it, you know, like legit Sonny. She kind of died as a person anyway when she did that porn that she That's farted true. in. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, her character is gone. Um, but anyway, was there any other news and notes you guys want to get into that maybe like off the top of your head before we get into SummerSlam? Uh, that was uh, the only one, the real big one I knew of. Yeah, I'll just I'll just briefly, like I alluded to in the intro, I'll just briefly mention that uh, NWA have a TV deal. TV deal. They're going to bring back studio wrestling, apparently. I don't know who they're doing it with, necessarily, but really? uh, mm-hmm. uh, they, they were in talks with TNT before AEW was uh, in... They were in 2017, they were doing talks to try to huh. get a TV deal, but they're doing their first TV mm-hmm. tapings. So they're going to they're gonna bring back studio wrestling, which, if you're not familiar, basically watch any wrestling TV show before, like Monday Night Raw and shit like that, like the old NWA style where you got... A small crowd. Uh, you, you've got the announcers right there near the ring. You've got like the interview thing right near the ring and all that shit. And everything's very close together, very uh, personal, very heated. So uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing what they do with it. Yeah, the way Billy Corgan talked about it on his uh, video announcing it is he said he loved that style from the past of the 70s and 80s. And that's what he wants to bring back because you'd watch it and it would just be chaos. You'd never know what quite would happen. It's a closed environment. It's intimate with the wrestlers. Like the, the match is telling the story. Like we've gotten used to the big production and that's just expected. Yeah. I was going to say that like, at least it'll stand out with like yeah. AEW. Like it already feels like another WWE or TNA or whatever. It's just yeah. that same. Format, so, he, so it's smart in the regard of that it'll stand out. 
Yeah, he wanted to bring that that aspect in. They said the dates are going to be in Atlanta, uh, September 30th and October 1st. There's no details about where, like what studio or what network or anything. Um, for all we know, it honestly TBS. could be on their YouTube. I don't know because they haven't said yeah. anything about it. It's just it's they're doing television, but mm-hmm. television also means internet now. Could be on so. Twitch, yeah. Yeah, but it's a, it's a smart move because uh, mm-hmm. it, keeps, it keeps your cost down at this point because you don't have to have a big fucking arena to do this yep. shit in. And when, I mean, uh, MLW has been doing kind of the same thing as of late uh, with their with all their uh, TV tapings for the Fusion show and all that stuff. Kind of the same concept. So uh, I'm liking it. I'm I'm the, actually like super excited about wrestling. Again. Yeah. The other interesting thing about it is in the announcement, he said like we we're very happy to be working with the partners we had. But to re- reinvigorate and rebrand the NWA, we need to step out. And the way you put it is breathe our own air. So we yeah. thank, <laughs> like, they thank the AEW guys for back with All In and Ring of Honor, especially, and all these partnerships they've had. But now it's time to be the NWA brand itself. That's yep. good. So doesn't mean they're not going to be doing stuff with the others, but they're going to do their own thing. And that's why they literally signed Eli Drake to an NWA contract. Um, yeah, stuff like and then, that. And they're signing this is different for them because uh, before before this, NWA wasn't really a wrestling company. It was just a governing body. But now it's actually yeah. a kind of a federation in its own. When right. people think NWA, they either think of what was basically Jim Crockett Promotions, which became WCW, which yep. ran the NWA. If it's before that, you're probably not remembering it because it was so far back. We're talking like 60s. Um, or it's the very, very, very indie-led stuff that right. was between... WCW and TNA, and then the indie stuff since TNA. Yep. So it's interesting to see it as its own brand because it's never really been that. And Corgan said he had a 20 year plan. We're what, three, four years in? I'm intrigued. I mm-hmm. definitely want to see where they go with it. Cool, cool. Yeah. And I did see somebody bring up in the uh, <clears throat> the chat or Discord um, that. For some people, you already got so much wrestling on already that it's going to be another. An, we are we're still adding in new promotions that are going to be coming up on TV. Talking about AEW, NWA. Now yeah. there's Impact. There's uh, twenty five thousand WWE shows. There's NXT. I'll, there's I UK shake my head NXT. at that because not everything's for everyone. They're literally That's trying true. to win your attention. They don't expect you to watch everything. And it, there's MLW, by the way. So yeah, yeah, and the NWA is not coming out there saying, "All right, so you watch your." You're three hours of Raw, you're two hours of SmackDown, you watch your NXT, you got your monthly pay-per-views, you're also watching Impact for two hours, plus their monthly specials, and you got your Ring of Honor for two hours. Watch ours also. No, what they're trying to do is say, hey, instead of some of that, watch ours. That's ours it. is better. Oh my god, that's right. I just remember something I wanted to talk about. That, um, that's all it is. That's what AEW is trying to do. They're trying to bring in people who don't even watch their stuff. They want to bring the others over because that's probably what you want to talk about. Well, um, uh, no, I was mainly going to talk about because I was doing a rundown of all the different like you know shows that are mm-hmm. like out there to watch. And another one is Triple uh, A on Twitch. So that yep. that may be oh, everything yeah. I wanted to talk about. Well, Triple uh, Mania. Well, let's. I, I kind of want to do a brief thing with AEW where they talked about not wanting the casuals. And sure. yet the the attitude there when you really dive into it is they don't want the people who are fickle and aren't going to stick around when you really get down into what he means. They want to please the audience that brought them to the dance mm-hmm. and also make that grow. And I get that. But also, I mean, they're they've got a network master and they've got a billionaire owner. They're going to eventually have to start appeasing them, too. Like they they're. You know, I don't want to say they're in the honeymoon period because they're still not even through the wedding yet. But you you get my meaning. 
Yeah. It's they they can pretty much do whatever right now because everything is perfect as far as their successes and how it goes. The ex- execution isn't quite there, but eh, they literally have done three shows. Um, what I'm looking the, forward I, to with AEW is week two. Week yeah. one's gonna be phenomenal. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, easy. they even they even announced the next two weeks. It's Boston and Philadelphia, and the their venue, dumb little video. But, but what do they do when you know? Is Jericho yeah. going to be on TV every week? Talk to, uh, Probably not. Talk well, to they're, me they're, month two. I want to see yeah. month two. Their okay. little video that announced it was uh, Cody, the Bucks, and Omega. And they're like, okay, so we it's sold out. I can't believe it's sold out. So already we're like, it's fake because this is this is this them. They're doing dumb backstage scripted stuff like they said they hated in WWE. But okay. They're talking about that and how, okay, well, we got to do week two. Oh, God, it's weekly. Remember, guys, we got to do this every week for TNT. Oh, right. Like, you haven't already booked this. And... Uh, someone goes, let's go to Boston. And Cody, he's like, I hate Boston. Let's go to a real city like Philadelphia. Well, how, we got to do weekly. Why not both? And then it goes, Kenny, well, how about my favorite city to be continued? It's like, what oh, the there it is. They're, they're, they're portraying these guys as trying to be competitors. And I, I get it. They're trying to have fun with it. But they're literally trying to say we are a competitor to the biggest ones out there. But also our characters are coming off as inept in making it happen. And, and yet we what? managed to pull it off. It's like fucking and Christ. And you know what? None of those guys come off as fucking wrestlers to me. Well, it's funny how different the like the um, being the elite characters are compared to like the um, build up show that Cody. The build up shows are great. It's oh, good, but it's funny how like there's no yeah. continuity between characters, which I'm not saying mm-hmm. is necessarily bad at this point because it's just entertainment. They're just keeping stuff moving. But that could get weird at times when they're actually in feuds. I think it already is. Sure. I think it already is. When they're when they're talking about the production of making shows for TNT, but they're still portraying themselves as being inept and trying to make stuff happen and barely doing it by the skin of their teeth, then do countdown shows about how epic this battle's going to be in this feud. It's like what the which is the real? Is any of it real? Because you're trying to make that seem it, but you're not at the same time. The elite is like the super hardcore fan you know what yeah I mean? where the where you're going to turn that off instantly if you're if it's not your thing sure <laughs> yeah that's at the same time when you get to that main show like fighter fest or fight for the fallen they reference those oh, as they, your build-up shows too Ooh, yeah yeah so it's like yeah, oh, I'm, guys that's what I'm, I'm curious when it like you know week yeah. two so i'm week the week two or week two, two week three week four yeah. i want to see how it's right though month two like the first couple weeks so yeah have well, some stuff on their plate i mean i made a joke way. On their uh, own. Uh, should we be talking about how it took three hours to sell out week one? Oh, go! They're getting worse. It took three whole hours this time. <laughs> like, it should, should should does that mean the wheels are coming off already? It took three hours. Well, there was a ticket problem, so it didn't take three hours. But yeah. oh, it didn't uh, take a half hour. It took three hours. Oh no, it's failing. It's a poor market in DC. Like, where where is that? Because that would have happened for any other WWE thing in the same situation. Right? Yeah, well, like WWE, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's also, you, yeah. I think so people realize they're not going to sell out in 20 minutes. But up until that point, that's all they had. That's all they'd done. It sure. was always it well, was always successful like that. I, so. I, I think they're going to be very, very successful very early. I think I think yep. they may even beat, like, uh, WWE ratings early on, maybe. I don't know. I don't... That, we, that, we said that before. You, I agreed with you on yeah, that. Absolutely. I mean, one. and week two. Wait till that happens. By the way, you think you think there's like this like shit on WWE. Love AEW now. Wait till they get beat in the ratings at any point. If it does happen, it but may not happen. Hope. But no, if what's it does, gonna happen? It's. I wouldn't say it's gonna happen because TV's weird right now. Like, yeah, yeah. The AEW yeah. market. Do, are those the people that still have cable? Like, it's a weird thing with it's cable true. right now. 
what's going to happen is it's going to be this weird situation where they come out there and they win. They win a week. They win two weeks. Maybe even three. But then when they lose a week... Yeah. Does the WWE have a Wednesday show of any sort? Uh, well, NXT. NXT, but not oh, NXT. NXT yeah. counter-programming us, bro. Yeah, no. But what, what I'm thinking is it's going to be crazy because when AEW wins a week, whether it's week one or two, whatever, they win a week. Oh, see, WWE is on the way out. The new thing is here. This is the way to go. And then when they win another week or when something else, when they lose a week, ah, it's fine. No, that's a sign of you've already lost momentum and now you're back oh, under. And now then, you're number two again. That's yeah, not, oh, but, it's fine. you got to look at both sides of it. You can't just have your successes and then ignore your losses. They should be fucking happy if they become number two. Like, what well, the they, fuck? I, they're, they're easily, I would almost they're, say they're number two right now, but I, I don't think so. That. I mean, think number two maybe, is. maybe in in, in terms of corp, corporate backing, they're number yeah, two. Yeah, Ring of Honor is bigger than Impact currently, I would say. And you've yeah. got the, the Japan, the hell, New Japan's bigger than either. Honestly, it used to be number one all over. Yeah, yeah if, you, if you want to count New Japan, yeah, they would be. AEW's honestly bigger than any But I mean, WWE they right shouldn't now. be. They shouldn't be thinking in those terms. I mean, oh. they shouldn't be think. They shouldn't be talking about WWE at all. They shouldn't be talking about all those that fucking fake wrestling over there and like trying to compete with them. Why do you care? Fucking Just do build, it. Build Just your brand. It. Build your well, guys. Fucking oh. do. Make make interesting stories. Make interesting characters. Build your yeah. audience. Make everyone want to watch your shit. And here's and, the thing, WWE, they're no doubt, they're going to try to fuck with you. They're going to try to fuck with you at some point if you get good. Here's the here's the thing, though. AEW has one advantage that none of these little indie fucks have. They have a corporate backer that has enough money that they can keep guys on contracts True. and don't have to worry about fucking mm-hmm. being poached. And, is, and is into the business, unlike the uh, TNA. Yeah. You but know. you look at some like indies you. before, and they get po- even ECW got poached. Like, yeah, yeah, if you want to yeah. look at it, AEW won't get poached like that. So that is no. a saving grace in that regard. They won't get poached. So, I mean, you have nothing literally to worry about. Just do your thing and be successful. You don't have to fucking, uh, you don't, I mean, they're these assholes, man. Fucking Cody in the Bucks. These f- <laughs> well, did you see Cody's fucking playing to their fucking yeah. video game, playing loser, slacker audience, <laughs> fucking eat up all the shit that they fucking say. Like, and they're here, and like you said, here they are, they're just trying to pretend, oh, well, we don't know what we're doing in this corporate environment, we're just going to wing it, guys, because that appeals to the fucking losers who don't have jobs, who are watching this shit, who are a bunch of fucking marks, and they suck. But here's the thing, Cody and the Bucks know what they're doing, they're in that fucking corporation, they got their mm-hmm. fucking business deals mm-hmm. in hand and all that, they're just lying to you, and what they're doing is they're acting for people. They're putting on a performance. They're acting. They're not wrestling. They're not trying to portray wrestling. They're portraying acting. And, oh, here's our core fan base. We love the Bucks and all them because they put on a great performance. Fuck you. Get out of that shit. Get out of that fucking mindset and try to attract some fucking new fans because you're supposed to be pro wrestling, motherfucker. That's what's under the fucking marquee. Pro wrestling. Hopefully, Hopefully it's not sports entertainment. Well, as I say, assholes have said you're totally against yet you've been doing true. in all your shows since since you fucking started. So fucking shake the fuck up. <laughs> there it is. Okay. Well, there you go. That I I like that rant. That was a good one. Uh, but yeah, exactly. If they are supposed to be more pro wrestling than you know WWE is right now, that's more of they they want to say wrestler. They want to say that word. When yeah, WWE you're you're basically don't. quoting Cody at this point. Yeah, like. He says exactly those things. Yeah. 
So I don't know. Uh, I, I I think um, as far as the casual fan thing goes, the comment that he was talking about, I 100% understand where they're coming from with that and like saying we want to, you know, focus on the people that got us here. We want to make them happy. And that makes sense because if they started doing other stuff and they started bringing in, you know, a lot more other WWE guys uh that aren't currently old WWE guys that aren't currently there right now. Um, they would start alienating all those people that, I mean, possibly they may be at a point right now where they can't do wrong, but, um, they may alienate a lot of those fans that actually got them there. So it makes sense right now, uh, to not focus on, you know, quote unquote, casual fans. Um, I think it makes sense, even though in the long run, they're not going to be able to do that. If they want to grow, they're going to have to, you know, appeal more towards the casual fans, like the non, uh, somebody brought up what is casual fans. Um, to me, I think more casual fans are people that don't like live on the dirt sheets and like read the dirt sheets all the time. Like we do, like we, Mm. we, we, we come up with all these theories and all this kind of stuff and really get into it. A lot of fans just like to watch the shows. They don't know all the bullshit that's going on and stuff. Those to me, that's what I consider the casual fans. Ones that just want to watch. Yeah. I'd say the casual fan is if you're having, say you're hosting, uh, you know, a pay-per-view backlash, whatever, having some friends over. Mm -hmm. It's the friend that's always showing up, but as soon as he leaves, he's not thinking anything wrestling. Matt Zion is a casual fan. There you go. Uh, right now that's about it exactly right now. Uh, yep. I, don't know if that's I would i would the, say that's false yeah I, that, oh, that's, still that, say that's false the, that doesn't fit the definition <clears throat> I, I agree with peanut there Ca- casual fans are more just uh marks in waiting kind of thing marks like, uh, that's fair. no he still matt still cares once, so, once you're yeah. in once you're in you're in it's hard it's, it's the guy it's the person who walks into the fucking carnival and you attract to the fucking uh, squirt it, game. The, the blow, it's the, the person who goes to watch the Super Bowl for the commercials. <laughs> <laughs> um, interesting. So this just got posted on our Discord. Uh, Beer Me Jesus just posted uh, from a dirt sheet that says NXT on FS1 will be live and going two hours. So oh, counter programming. That, uh, oh, is that the same night as when uh, WWE AEW? Says it. What was that, uh, Peanut? Is that the same night um, AEW is? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I will believe that when WWE says it because I've known about that rumor for a year. True. Yeah, I mean, it is dirt cheap stuff, but uh, that's very interesting because that would be going up, uh, pro- well, I, I assume, head-to-head. Like, that's head. not kind of programming because I've known about it for a year, long before uh, All In was even a thing. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Is like I think from the beginning, like, Fox Maybe it happens to counter-program. But... They want NXT, which is, could have been a rumor from the beginning, but... yeah. I don't know, that's interesting. So what, I mean, it, literally, the way... It, okay, they're kind of programming. Well, if they're going to actually do it, yeah, it ends up being kind of programming. But that's been a rumor since the Fox thing even happened. That was know, literally back business, from the though. That's, that's business. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I don't more know than your $5 million or whatever they paid. I don't know about you guys. I don't want a two-hour NXT show. Correct. Well, that's why they've no. been resistant, again, according to rumors. 100%. 100% with you on that one. I, I think NXT is perfect the way it is. It's nice, condensed. You get in, you get out. It's now, done. It's fun. And, and so I wanna, the, it would devalue the, the the pay-per-views, the takeovers. Yes. And it would yeah, overexpose it. Well, they'll turn in those into three hours, bro. Oh, don't, don't Whoa, start. Oh, don't no, say that, bro. Right? But, so the, the comparison there, like NXT has always evolved and had a rotating roster and people have left and actually started coming back now with Breeze and uh, Fandango returned actually and stuff like that. And you look at the dedicated audience that that has, and people always think WWE sucks, but NXT's awesome. And NXT just has that amazing audience retention. 
And that's the thing that I think AEW has to worry about more than drawing in casual fans. It's keeping your core ones. And they can do their same shtick at a, a January 4th Tokyo Dome and then a Ring of Honor here and there and these things. But week and week and week and week, is that going to still work? And keep how do you, How do you not become a Seth Rollins? Like, they're going to turn on you eventually. I mean, yeah. Like, <laughs> but, but you, well, that's exactly it. Like, Seth Rollins, you don't book him like a bitch. Well, there's that. <laughs> but really, if, if they simply do the same thing that they're always doing, over and over and over and over and over and over and over, the, they're going to like, oh, I want something new. Because that happened with ECW. Yeah, they got poached back in the day. But also, the audience would drop off because there's a level of been there, done that for a lot of it. Um, I'm worried about that with AEW. That's more my fear is not bringing in casuals. It's keeping this ones that brought you here. Because when they think, oh, we got to change things up for them, either you do it too soon or you're too late. And, mm -hmm. I mean, they've got billions of dollars and four guys who think they know what they're doing, so all the power to it. It's easier said than done, but that's I think that's the problem because that's what you see for all the other little federations that have issues is they just die out. Got to play around with what draws, man. Yeah. And I mean, I'm, I'm telling you right now, like MLW is doing that. Their 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 whole formula right now is kind of just copying fucking Bill Watts Mid South from the fucking eighties. Um, mm. It's very simple storylines: bad guy versus good guy, great promos, great shit talking. Uh, the matches mm. on the actual TV shows are generally short. Most of them are squashes to get talent over. Every once in a while, you have a really great match, and it builds to the big shows. That's a simple formula. As uh, mm. as like modern kind of fans want to poo poo and go, oh, that's boring. That shit actually works. Like if you actually get into the product and watch it, that shit fucking works because that's what people actually want to watch. They want to buy into what they're watching. They don't want to be told they're fucking idiots for watching this shit. They don't want to be told it's fake. They don't want to be told it's bullshit. They're not actually there to see performance. They might be convincing themselves at this point that they, oh, they want to see what a great performer uh, the fucking Young Bucks, Bucks are. No, here's what I want to see the Young Bucks do. I want to see them actually wrestle a fucking wrestling match with fucking heat behind it. There it is. All right. And well, is, is anyone saying that NWA is counter-programming AEW? Because they're launching in August or in October as well, right? So... Aren't they? This is on no, Wednesday. No, nobody cares. TV about too. Right now, sadly, That's but, but you know what I mean. Like it's like it's it's just fun to watch all that stuff. But you did mention Triple Mania Bomber with Triple uh, A, who's basically broadcasting not even on Fight. They're live on Twitch for free yeah. with their stuff. So yeah, even their biggest show, I was like, wow, that their yeah. biggest show of the year is free on Twitch. Was yeah, they did that last year, and they've done a couple other shows here and there, just well, free on Twitch. Fair, to be fair, their biggest show has been a fucking car wreck a couple times in the last few years. Sure. I heard. Yeah, I heard. I've never seen a triple mania. This was the first one I watched. I watched from start to finish, uh, even like the pre-show stuff. Um, I heard last year's was really bad. I, again, I didn't see it. Vampiro farted so loud you could hear it through his mic. That's yep. awesome. Uh, yeah. Vampiro was here as well on this one, which he was, was in the rumble thing, which did, was one yeah. of my favorite, uh, moments of the whole show. Kind of well, him and Conan, you, you just oh. loved Conan's shirt. Conan came out wearing a Donald Trump shirt in Mexico <laughs> and it was he didn't amazing. Even walk down the ramp. He walked out from beside the ramp. That's yes. How, and he, what his legs are. and he came out and cut a promo earlier talking about how, I, I obviously couldn't understand everything he was saying, but the, uh, Matt Stryker was basically trying to, you know, uh, fill everybody in who was watching the English version, and basically he was he was talking about how Trump's doing the right thing, and everybody now that is some fucking great heel heat right there. God damn, that's I, how you do it. That was in fucking Mexico amazing City. in Mexico. Yeah. Yes, 
That was great. And That's then he came out work. later with the, the uh, Donald Trump shirt, which, uh, yeah, I mean, he came out in the Rumble. Uh, Conan was in the – it was a, basically a Royal Rumble. Every little bit, a guy would come out, and they, you had to get thrown over the top. Or some people got thrown through the bottom and stuff. I, I didn't understand the complete rules, but it was basically a Royal Rumble. Uh, Conan came out and just sat on the top rope and, like, and instructed people to do stuff. Um, Comandante. Yeah, so – Overall, my whole thoughts on the show, I'm not going to break it down and everything, um, but my overall impression was it was a very, like, sloppy, every match there was at least 55 botches, um, but people were, they were nonstop, they were running, they were jumping, they were springboarding, they were doing all this stuff, half the time they were missing stuff and everything, but it was super fun and exciting and, like, I had a fun time watching it and laughing at the show. Um, and the crowd loved it. The crowd, the crowd probably loved it. Sure, yeah. I mean, from what I heard, everybody was like, "That was a great show." Um, I no, loved I mean, it. Like you could listen to the crowd and hear them just going the whole night. Yeah, yeah. I, I liked it for other reasons. I kind of uh, I talked about it on Discord, pretty much mm. comparing it to. I really like really bad B horror movies. They're they're not good. But I get a lot of enjoyment out of them. That's pretty much the equivalent of what Triple Mania was for me. The show was not to me. The matches were horrible. They were there were so many. There was so much confusing stuff happening too. One minute these guys That's were AAA. were heels and faces. Yeah, and again, I don't know the stories and stuff, but I don't know if they. I to this day I watched the whole show. I don't know if the clowns are the good guys or the bad guys. There was a fake La Park. Well, there was a L.A. Park. There was like so, a, a henchman of Park. I. Yeah. All to say, it depends on the clowns because, I mean, they say Psycho Clown is one of the most popular ones, has kids dancing with him, and they say over and over, he's one of the biggest stars. So if that confuses you, I don't know. Well, there was other clowns that, like, it I looked know like... I Dave the Clown, a Murder Clown. And yeah. some of those were bad. It was... Yeah, what happened? Some of it was just me, you know, not knowing the product, and it was a little confusing, but... <laughs> to me, most of it was the matches were absolute uh, train wrecks. I think somebody said it earlier. It was, that's the I best mean, way to yeah. describe it. Uh, it was a the way I look at it is you don't crash. regret your time. It cost you nothing. Sure, <laughs> I, I I I don't regret anything. I I enjoyed myself, um, and yeah, I, that's that's my overall thoughts on the show. Uh, I I'm glad Blue it's better than last bled, year. Like, holy fuck! Oh my god! Blue Demon bled, and he was literally bleeding for five minutes during Wagner's retirement dish. Oh yeah, it that, was pouring. Yeah. Like his his yeah. mask was stained from the inside. It was horrific. Yeah, usually when you get cut open, like even in a even in a gusher, it'll eventually <laughs> slow down and like in like Dustin. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. It'll slow down. This dude. Well, like you just said, after the match, after they were doing the promo stuff, it was still going. It's like, okay, like, somebody needs to get him the fuck to the doctor. There, there was a legit celebration for a minute or two, and then the family came in, and they had their promos back and forth, and then he shaved his head, and then he shaved part of his head, then his family finished shaving his head, and it legit was, even if I'm underestimating it, at least five minutes yeah. of him just pouring out blood after a 15 minute match where he bled for most of it it was like he was looking like a horror movie guy yeah like you were talking about the b movie it was ridiculous i've never seen blood that much it was ridiculous it was pretty bad um also kane velasquez is pretty freaking great to be honest kane velasquez was impressive i was impressed by him he was out there he was on he was teaming with cody and uh one of the clown guys he worked a match really okay yeah it was a six man in a match he was el toro kane velasquez 
Yeah, oh, really? he, he did had a, a full like a cool looking like little bull mask. He it did was... a Hurricane Rana. He did a uh, I don't he did like... Hurricane Rana. Her... Oh god, there it is. It, he did a couple like flips and stuff. He he did pretty good. He did like and a springboard. The hills were scared to tag in uh, like Killer Cross and that, which was fun because you have Impact's Killer Cross versus AEW's Cody mm-hmm. because Triple Mania. Yep. it was yeah. Um, I watched this though. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It was. I like I said, I had a lot of fun watching it. Um. The other the thing I TLC noticed was fun too. I'll mention that one also. Oh god, that was bad. Uh, no, that oh, that was no, I think one it, of the worst. That was but brutal, yes, like but it was fun. Like yes, like, I mean those girls died, but you know. Um, the one thing I noticed, uh, the last thing I want to bring up on from Triple Mania was not every match, but almost every other match, you had another guy grab another guy his mask and like rip it, like rip oh, half yeah. of his mask. It's like. Why are we doing this so much? I understand doing it like once or yeah. twice, maybe, but this was this happened a lot throughout the show, over and it's over. Like, and I'm uh, like, uh, yeah, that, that's that's a thing in Lucha these days. Is like Cesaro doing fucking uppercuts. It's just it always, it's just yeah, it's, yeah, it's, I, it's a move for yeah. crying out loud. Yeah, it's dumb. That's crazy. Okay, but anyway, um, does anybody else have anything that did watch it or any comments on Triple Mania before we move on? Uh, nope. Uh, Mexico. There was the Nino Hamburguesa and Big Mommy. I remember you commenting, laughing at the Big Hamburger Man. Yes, I wanted them to win so bad. I'm very disappointed that they lost. Yeah, they were defending champions, but you know. Yeah. It, oh, the other thing. I I, no, I don't want to keep going on this, but they had the music to me was oh yeah also the best part. They had like Bon Jovi's <laughs> greatest hits. Like every other person that came out had a Bon Jovi song. And or, then they like, had... back in black and, and stuff. Like oh, it was... yeah, it was full-blown, yeah, copyright stuff. <laughs> we don't care about copyright. Screw this. Yeah, but uh, that, that was also or funny. Mexico. <laughs> yep. Um, but anyway, yes, if, if if you have a chance and you're bored, I do say check it out. If you, it'll get you... I'm sure it's on Twitch or something like that, but... Their VOD is available, but you need to subscribe to their oh, channel. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, but I don't it's know. It's like five bucks. I don't know if that's worth it, but if it is, if you want to have It'll, some fun watching honestly, the show... Botchamania is going to have highlights shortly. Like Aerostar oh jumping off his platform. Remember, so he dumped on his head at the last one and yep. like nearly died. He had like a platform carry him over the ring that he jumped from. That's they made that his gimmick. Yep. He successfully jumped, but he's that's still they made that his thing. Yeah, he didn't die this time. So no. Uh, but anyway, that was mm-hmm. Triple Mania. Uh, let's let's get into SummerSlam. Let's re- let's talk about the show here uh, from yeah. top to bottom. Let's uh, let's break it down here. We got right now, as of this recording, we were recording this on a Thursday night. There are only singles matches. There are no tag team, no triple threat, no n- weird, nothing but singles matches. That is the whole card. The is Wikipedia weird. page looks real odd with this yeah. name versus name. Very very it's strange. It's the weirdest SummerSlam of all time. Even TakeOver has a triple threat and a tag title. Yeah, match. I mean, I also, I think they're going to probably add matches, you know, the day of or the or oh, maybe Saturday. Show stuff. It's going to be like seven hours. we got to get three more matches on there. Yeah. The but, women's tag team match to open up the pre-show. Yeah, we, we don't have Roman on here either yet, so they're going to definitely book. Braun. Yeah, they're Braun definitely going to book the stuff. the first pitch of the Blue Jays game, and he's not on the card. That's funny. So, yeah, so as of right now, it's all singles matches. So we're going to go over what is booked right now and talk about, uh, give our thoughts on it. So I guess, first of all, I'm just going to bring it up. One of my the matches I am looking forward to the most, Finn Balor versus The Fiend. Guys, we're finally going to see Bray Wyatt fight again. Um, it's the only thing that doesn't feel like a throwback, yet it kind mm-hmm. of is a throwback. Oh, it's definitely though, a throwback, yeah. Because <laughs> they never did it. Well, yeah. true. Yeah, it's a tease of a throwback. You're right. 
Mm-hmm. We almost got the demon. Do you guys first? That's the first question. Do you guys think he's going to show up as the demon? Like a he's surprise? Advertise that now. He's not. Oh, okay. That's true. They they kind of do, but it could so be a surprise. It could be because last year at SummerSlam he did anyway because that's where he debuted at SummerSlam. So yeah, the demon always comes out at SummerSlam. Well, he did it against yeah uh, Baron Corbin and like squashed Baron Corbin. I don't, they kind of killed the whole demon thing. So at this point, I don't care if he does. If he does, <laughs> Bray's gonna kill the demon. There's it no way Bray's losing that. That's it's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. There's no way Bray loses this. No, I mean, no. am I right? It depends. Yeah, I guess it depends how much they value the demon which i could see vince being like i don't get it like, that would be a it. that would be a terrible idea to me i think right now put the demon versus the fiend right off the it bat would, no that that's something they might build to and no a bad but, job of it but, like if if they have bray lose even if it's to the demon all the jokes and memes and whatever about bray wyatt never gets a serious push yep this is the fourth one that got like come yeah because no. right now like I really did like Bray Wyatt. I like the Wyatt family. I liked a lot of that stuff. But even back then, I feel as much momentum as, you know, he's had and his group has had. I feel like right now, he's like one of the top guys, the most talked about guys on the roster right now. So this is like, yeah, I mean, this is like his, I think, his biggest push that he's got. So far, too. They haven't really. Well, he did the mandible claw to Foley Mm -hmm. and then also did it to Angle. So he's got the mandible claw as his move. He, He stole that from Foley. Yep. Um, that was hilarious, by the way, just seeing him just take out Kurt Angle. I don't know why. I don't, I like laugh. The other ones, I was like, man, that's awesome. When he did it to Kurt Angle, I don't know why, but I was laughing. <laughs> it's because Kurt Angle looks like you just threw your uncle in the ring. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Kurt Angle looks like a human thumb. He's, Kurt go. Angle has somehow gotten as mobile as King Kong Bundy was. It's like, how is he that thick? I but don't Even when he it. talks like for a backstage segment, it's like, how are you so good? Yeah. Yeah. Like what happened? Like, he he went drops. down. He went down well, very yeah. quickly. Unfortunately, very like he dropped yeah. off because he was he was, he did like a really good match with Del Rio uh, in some other company right before mm-hmm. this, right before he came back to the WWE. Like what culture? Yeah, he was still on the gas. And... What, yeah, cu- no, he yeah, had a cool was. match with Joe Hendry over in what culture? And yeah, he was doing good matches at the end of his TNA run yeah. too. So, but then again, I like you said, he was on the drugs and stuff. Like the the he got a yeah, good yeah. match out of Cody. Yeah. So, um, so okay. So let's do it. So, is everybody thinking Bray Wyatt? What do you guys? Is anybody going to pick Finn Balor here? I won't. No, I no. say Bray Wyatt. No, honestly, if they did have Bray lose, it would be because like the Fiend won because he got DQ'd or something, and like he didn't care that he lost I and just, he still stood yeah. tall. But no, give him the fucking win, guys. Commit to this one. I would actually give him. The win via, uh, via like ref stoppage or something like that. Maybe like lock on the well, mon- claw. I was, I was like, I wouldn't even mind that if they just kind of have this the yeah. fiend be kind of like not a wrestler, just like, a he's not there to compete. Yeah, I, to- I, hope, I hope he loses. I hope he loses and goes away and just like retires and fucks JoJo for the rest of his life. Or well, whatever. sounds like a good way to retire. I was about to say. I mean, you do what you got to do, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't wish him. I don't wish him ill. I just wish him to be off of wrestling. Yeah. I don't know how many guys have gotten this many chances. Yeah. And, and something to, at this level. And like I said, this is like, to me, one of his biggest chances as of it's right now. they didn't want AEW to take him. Yes. They knew AEW was going to Honestly, <laughs> we are in that realm of, yeah, probably. Maybe. That's why we have 
other people on this card, I think, too. So, so uh, another match going to the next match. So we all pick Bray Wyatt, basically. So moving on to the next match. Uh, United States champion AJ Styles, part of the OC, the original club. I assume that's what the OC is. Yeah. Uh, going up against Ricochet. Um, first of all, I will say this is, in my opinion, still the most devalued title on the roster, uh, on the in the company. Um, it's been... Talk about fucking hot potato, ping pong, whatever the fuck term you want to use. This title has been everywhere. Uh, I hope AJ keeps it for a while and actually brings some value back to it. Uh, having said that, that means I'm picking him again because I think he better beat fucking Ricochet here. I agree with you on the sense that he'll be one to bring uh, importance back to it. I think he already has established that because a guy of his stature just elevates it by regard of holding it. He's starting, um, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, I, You know I have a bit of a different opinion of the titles and the trading. In the early part of the year, yeah, with bouncing it between Rusev and Nakamura and R-Truth and oh, Joe, it, it bounced around a hot potato too much. But I think with Joe and Ricochet, it's elevating the guys. Like The, the competition is fierce for the title. Just because one guy lost to another doesn't mean the title's devalued. It meant they're both good enough to hold it. That's how I see it. Well, currently, I since, actually since Joe, not I don't include uh, Mysterio in that. That was hot potato. Th- but see, since Joe, that- Ricochet, and, and AJ, I think these guys are like this is the IC or the US title level. Yes. I don't think it's hot potatoing as much as just bringing the guys up. Yeah, see, that's the whole time frame when I actually really it fell off for me is when Joe was the champion, Ray won it. All of a sudden, Ray dropped it, and they just gave it back to Joe as another title run, like. I well, don't. Why not at least have a match? That the, it just to me, it just drove me nuts. It just I know I, it's something stupid. It's kayfabe stuff. But to me, yeah, that goes back to the whole thing where Ray got injured and they had a fluky pin anyway. So they were probably going to have a rematch, but the fluky pin just made it go. Ah, do the right thing, give it up. They should have vacated it and had a four way to have like exactly. four guys go after it, like they've been doing, and elevate all four guys as contenders, like they literally did with Joe and Andrade and these guys. And yeah. It's like they're, they're having like the matches are good. The competitors are good. It's the fact that it's being traded a lot. I don't see that as a negative so much. It just means there's fierce competition over the belt right now. That's I've never had a problem with that. You this is going to sound harsh, but you get guys like R-Truth in there who aren't at the same level as these other guys, at least in the competitive side. Yeah, you're hot potatoing it back like when you had what Goldust and Godfather and Road Dog having it for like a week each for the IC title. That's hot potato. That's bullshit. This yeah. is just fierce competition over a belt. And hey, he won it. He won it. He won it. The guys get to be eight-time champions or six-time champions because the title gets bounced around a bit. But that just means there's competition over it. That's I don't have a problem with that. So I I have no problem with Ricochet winning it back because it means there's a feud and they're trading it and they're both going for it. I got oh. no problem with that. So who do you who are you picking to win this one? I'm thinking AJ still because they want the OC to look strong. So yeah. I see that happening. All right. What about uh, you, Lee? Who do you think is going to be walking out here with the belt? Uh, the guy from Orange County. Oh, there <laughs> it is. The OC, baby. <laughs> what about you, Peanut? I'll say AJ Styles, but that's a very ignorant uh, pick because I'm kind of clueless about what's been going on with that, the U.S. title for about since last SummerSlam. Well, just, like, just like he's clueless about I don't the gay even... community. Who had it last summer? Slim. That's so much. It was. It was probably. I was about to say Nakamura. I assume it was him. And I don't even. Oh yeah, he had it for the longest time. When like was never on a pay per view. That's right. Yeah. Um. So, 
Let's see. I guess might as well talk about it. What uh, are you guys liking the OC right now? Orange Cassidy? Yeah, he's fun. Oh, my God. There it is. You just triggered Lee. You just triggered the man. No, the OC, I mean, it's where we're literally getting to a point where they should have done this two years ago. And I have my hopes to like they showed a picture with them with Nakamura and everyone wants Balor involved. Make it get those guys in too. Let's just go five guys running roughshod. That would be fun. I want to see that. If these guys, no one sees the club as a threat. AJ's a threat, but it feels like they're bringing him down. Uh, yes, I agree with that. Like, like the, we, need, we need more right now. And yeah, it, is it, it getting they're not enough on Raw? Like, that's what I, it feels oh, like. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the, the um, classic, like, it would have been, it would be better if it was on SmackDown. That's what I'm trying to say. Everything fucking gets lost in this company, well, I feel like. They're trying to run like they run the place, but it's like, oh, time for the OC segment. You're not running the place if it's here. You're here's your 15 minutes. Yeah, like it's they're they're not running roughshod, even though they got the US and tag titles. It doesn't feel like it's they're amazing in how charge much that, of anything. That third hour just creates so much mayhem, which like content management. <laughs> oh, 24 seven titles where that comes in. That's true. Uh, so great. Uh, it, it, it's one of the most talked about things right now. So let's go to the uh, next match here. Okay, uh, I guess we'll start with Lee. I want to get Lee's thoughts on this one here. Uh, Kevin Owens, Shane McMahon. So this is a one-on-one. Right now, there's no stipulations besides there's no actual match like match type stipulation. But if Kevin Owens loses, he says he will quit forever. Um, so Lee, what wow, are, that, what are, that almost makes me want to see Shane win. That's that's great. Really? Uh, wow, I, I didn't know you were a non-KO guy. No, I'm not a fan of any of these guys. Oh. I, I just don't give a shit. Like, okay. Kevin Owens has just been so devalued since he came in in the fucking company. I don't care if he's trying to be Stone Cold Steve Austin. Now I'm not fucking buying it. And Shane McMahon can go fucking eat a dick. I don't give a fuck <laughs> what he does. I, I, I keep hoping every match he breaks his fucking neck so he doesn't have to wrestle anymore. But he keeps fucking surviving somehow. Uh, just sweating through his clothes and fucking flop sweating all over the fucking ring every time he throws one of his stupid ass punches. Fuck him. Kevin Owens, he used to be good. I don't know what the fuck's going on with you now. Uh, at least his promos are better. At least yeah. he's not hanging out in a fucking bowling alley now and like <laughs> shit. I don't know what fuck was that, that, that garbage. I don't know what that shit was. But, um, I mean, if Kevin Owens doesn't win this, then it's like, why, what the, why the fuck do you bother with anything with Kevin Owens? But it's WWE. Why the fuck did you bother with Bray Wyatt? I don't know. Let's make him lose. Why'd you fucking why'd you bother with fucking Kevin Owens? I don't know. Let's make him lose. Why'd you bother with any of these fucking guys that you push and then you just stop their push? I don't know. So who knows? We'll see. But I'll, I'll pick Kevin Owens. Why not? Yeah, I I'll go next. I I'm definitely gonna go Kevin Owens too. This would almost be you know like a top lock type deal where I'm like, there's no way Kevin Owens is gonna lose. I, I know the stipulation doesn't matter. This soup the stipulation of you know we'll have to retire or leave town or you know quit forever. That stipulation doesn't mean anything anymore. We've seen that time and time again not mean anything. Um, but I still think there's no the way this story's going. There's no way Kevin Owens is gonna lose. He will look like the dumbest the worst motherfucker on the roster if he does all this shit all the promos he's done all the stuff he's cut if he comes out and loses to shane even with because you know there's going to be bs you know there's going to be like the revival or elias or people are going to get involved um but no way kevin owens loses this match is what i think the way it's going i'm going to say big big confidence on a ko for me what about you peanut it seems like it would be so obvious that it's Kevin uh, Owens that I want to say Shane McMahon 
But I feel like this has to be Kevin Owens because he's been away for so long that it's not like they can just like leave him off TV for three weeks. I mean, they could. They have so much people. But I don't know. I also don't care. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just amazing how Shane McMahon is in at every pay-per-view and the main thing of SmackDown. Like when he came back three, four years ago, I would have never imagined he'd be one of the most active superstars in quotes no joke on the roster he is he too though and he's the best in the world right <laughs> and have that title um yeah so i'm, I'm tired of shane mcmahon so i kind of don't care about this match they ruined kevin owens my pick kevin owens okay Top block there oh there it is uh what about you scott um it was fun a couple of years ago when they did it uh, the Hell in a Cell and all this stuff. Th- that was some fun stuff. It really is a retread to do it again. I've enjoyed Kevin Owens. I've always kind of liked him. Um, the stuff he's doing now is fun. It doesn't ring true. For like the character, just doesn't seem to be coming off. I don't want to say believable, but it is like genuine. He's yeah. It's it's not what his version of would be, and I, I don't even mean the stunner by that. But it just seems like there's something just off about it that doesn't seem like. It's I don't want to say from the heart, but it does does it seems like he's angry because that's the character, not legit trying to portray this like punk was or whatever. Well, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. There, there, there does, it, it seems hollow. Um, I can see that. said, I still I'm still enjoying it. Um, and honestly, I he can't like he can't lose this, but at the same time he can easily lose this. And oh no, Shane screwed him over, so he gets a second chance on SmackDown two days later. God, don't. Yes, uh, yes. Right? I know. That's all yeah, it, takes. it does. That's all it takes. You're like, right. He already lost a career match to Shane and Brian when he teamed with Sammy at WrestleMania. And they were trying to fight their way See, back. See, look, I don't even like, remember that shit, but I believe it. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's whatever. Honestly, at this point, Shane McMahon could win this. Go take the title off of Kofi just so Kevin can come back and take it off of him. Like, that's the world we live in with this stuff right now. I've heard that for a while. People were talking about Shane was going to go take the WWE title, but yeah. I don't and know. who better to take it off of Shane than Owens after yeah. this feud? It, it makes sense to come that full circle around Summer, SummerSlam or Survivor Series, rather. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kevin Owens seems the way to go. The the fans are going to love him. He's in Toronto. He's got a fight Toronto fight sure like the Raptors. He's going to win yeah. this one. Yeah. Um. So right off the bat, that's three matches, and we all pick the same person for every match. So I don't know if that means the show is starting to look a little predictable, but I mean that's uh, that's what we got so far. So I guess we'll go to the next one: Trish Stratus versus Charlotte Flair. What do you guys think about Trish coming back and fighting uh, Lee? You got any thoughts on Trish coming back? If Trish comes back as a brunette, I'll cheer her. If she comes back as a blonde, I hope uh, Charlotte kills her. Well, she's already, she's been on TV already, and she's yeah. been a brunette. Yeah, she so. wrestled on Raw, and kind nobody of. cheered when she came out. Come on, I haven't been watching that stuff. And she's blonde. <laughs> blonde, yes. I, I'm sorry. Oh, I, I just thought said, she was a brunette. She, she, Not anymore. Well, it's kind of a dirt. On it's kind Smackdown, of a mix. On SmackDown, I thought it was... It's uh, like a mix, kind of, I believe. Hold on, let me go back. Let me go back. I don't know. Let me let me let me research this. Uh, Scott, give it's me your not th- the dark brown like it used to be. Give me your thoughts on who um, thinks going to win, Scott. Uh, Flair. I looked this up. I know. I know they're in. I know they're in Toronto, and that's Trish's hometown, and all that fun stuff. Charlotte's going to win because she really should, and it's another accolade for Charlotte to win. Um, Ugh. and really. Oh yeah, it was... I don't care. Like I've never been a big Trish fan. It's to, a dirty like, blonde. Dirty blonde. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. It's a fake. So. I've never been a big fan of Trish. Um, she's good, but she, it's like 
her match at like evolution in that has not been great. <laughs> well, her, yeah, she and Lita, weird. Lita especially, had not been able to keep it together. So I think I don't, that, was, that was a lot to do know. with Lita. Lita was definitely yeah. Um, but yeah. This, yeah, I don't think she's as uh, great as she gets held up to be. I think it was just the time. Uh, Talking about Trish. Yep. Yeah. Oh man, Trish was the best back then, though. Absolutely not. Wait, today's climate. I don't think she would even. I, who was well, better than I, Trish? I I never liked Trish no back in then. the day. Is what I'm trying to say. Like she was the she, okay. She was the best of what there was. Victoria, yes, always better. I like Victoria. Victoria yeah, Ivory, Mickey James. Yeah. No, those Molly. those are good feuds, and I hey, nobody is like a bigger Mickey James and Molly Holly fan than I am. But in all honesty, Trish was a better wrestler than they were. Let's look at this and deconstruct it. Trish Stratus is a seven-time women's champion because they kept putting the belt on her. Charlotte Flair's in the same position up until recently where they kept putting the belt on her. Sure. You can look back and say, hey, she's the best ever. Well, and, well going with her. you can't necessarily say that because Alexa Bliss is in that same boat almost right now. And we know. Yeah. I, I, I think Alexa Bliss is fantastic yeah. as far as uh, character. And she's one of the best promos in the female division. But let, face facts, she's not that good of a wrestler. But, yeah. But that's oh, kind yeah, of my point. Where, I think she's like on par with what Trish Stratus was. Like, that's kind of my point. Yeah. I think Trish is a lot better than Alexa. More than passable. Like, I always thought she was yeah. good, but I don't think she's mm-hmm. the greatest. That's you what I, I know Mickey James has like recently had like knee surgery or whatever. Can, can we just like skip this match and have her walk around the ring in tight jeans? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just saying, hey, I'm, I'm a big Mickey James fan. I was a big but, Mickey James fan. To the pick. Oh um, yeah, who, who's, who, who's picking? Uh, you pick Peanut. Charlotte is my pick. Okay, but, mine was going to be Charlotte too. Yeah. So so far, all, all again. All so Lee, Lee, did you actually pick somebody? I don't remember. I'm gonna go Charlotte. That seems logical. Charlotte. Yeah. Um, you don't guys got to remember. You guys, you guys got to remember though. This is in Canada, and right? Charlotte and Florida. the Canadians have spoken. I mean, I. <laughs> I I, I'm going with Trish. I 100% The hometown go- doesn't always win. That, that's true. Work. That's true. But and I, sometimes they especially don't. I was going to say, like, I'm, post, like, 2005, it, wasn't it, like, a joke that you always lost in your hometown? Like I was at was. WrestleMania in Toronto, and Trish Stratus lost. I understand. Like, I don't think that play. I mean, they're going to play it up, of course, because she's returning. And oh, yeah. Toronto. Like, she's got, but, like, three new shirts with maple leaves and CN Tower um, and shit all over it. It's going to be is, great. And then she's going to be better when Charlotte pins her one, two, three and exactly. walks out and they do the close up of her face and she's laughing. And okay. there's one guy behind it, her giving the thumbs down. And, and the entire 20,000 people are booing. Yeah, it's going to be great. I, I just think that Charlotte can definitely take a loss here, and it's not going to affect her or hurt her or anything. And it'll be a you're, nice pop for the fans. The fans will get you, super into it. You're Trish right win. that she can take that loss, but she would infinitely benefit more from getting the win. Oh, I agree. Charlotte has a lot of those. And this would be – she's yeah, a flair. That's how flares get to be those. have the um, returning uh, the Hall of Famer – I'm Whatever they never have them return and win unless it's like Goldberg and he wins the title or The Rock. Wait, The Rock, yeah, The Rock. The Rock's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yes, right. Rock's no, the Hall of Fame. No. Yeah. Is okay. Never mind. I don't think so. Nope. I was getting confused by that, but uh, anyway, um, I don't know. I would if I was Legend. booking. That was the term I was looking for. Legend. Legend. Yeah. If I was booking, I would put Charlotte over. Who do I want to win? I want Charlotte to win. But I just I think I think this is the mo- This is the match where they will give the win to the Canadian because I think which we'll talk about next is Natalia's match, where I think Natalia is definitely going to lose. So I guess we'll, let's talk about that match next. 
Uh, oh, we got Natalia versus. I already don't care. Uh, oh, whoa. Okay, I didn't know I was going to get this reaction from this match. Okay, so Becky versus Natalia, submission match. By the uh, way, Becky. You going? Yeah, going Becky. I as well. I'm going Becky. Is any okay? Is anybody going Natalia? No. Lee. Hell no. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Uh, so I heard a lot of sighs. What's What's everybody's thoughts on this match? Is there something wrong? Natalia. Uh, Natalia and Ember both coming of as SummerSlam level challengers out of nowhere. Just made me go, what? To both of them. The Ember Moon challenging Bailey for the SmackDown women's title as well. Mm-hmm. Natalia, oh, it's Canada's hero. No, fuck no. She's Calgary. I don't care about her. <laughs> oh, wow. There it is. That's, that's right. We're, we like our own, but no, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, there's a pretty big east-west divide in this country. Bret Hart was oh. Canada's, but Natalia's Calgary. So is um, that like Canada's, you know, the equivalent of America's north and south? Is that what this is? That is yeah, true. Like yeah. The saying, west oh. coast is the one with the Asians and the weed. And <laughs> Vancouver, right? Yeah. And the uh, East Coast is the uh, the French. That's oh. how I see it. Oh, in Quebec, my yeah, American yeah. vision. Um, oh. Think of it this way. Wow. Okay, so so you're from LA. You're going to be in New York. They're going to cheer because you're American. No, no, <laughs> it's it's that kind of thing. But no, it's honestly, she'll be popular. She'll get cheers. People will like her. It's going to be great. It'll be actually a pretty decent match too because they can pull one out. But she's just not been seen as a threat. No, in years, it's like her SmackDown Women's Title win from a year or so ago was out of nowhere. And meh. So I don't get it. Uh, let's get real. I still remember when they had her farting on TV. <laughs> Kissing no. the great Collie. Yeah, good time. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I, I mean, I like Natty, but to me, Lacey Evans was just well, as... Yeah, you as, called her Natty there. <laughs> just as Scott was saying. Sorry. Yeah, no, that's that's her name. Come on now, goddammit. Everybody calls her Natty. Come on. You got to get on the bus, Gus. Let's go. All right. Now, no, for real. Scott was just saying... <laughs> Scott was just saying that... Uh, she's not a threat, and I think Lacey Evans was more of a fucking threat. Than, and everybody hates Lacey Evans. She was portrayed as a threat because she was always out there. And well, I mean, they're she was fine. doing she stuff, was fine. and they did it. Natalia was just you know having matches here and there and there. I'm the challenger now. Well, what? she's yeah. It's okay. obvious that she's good. She knows what she's doing, and they can yes. always put her in that spot. And we're aware of that's her role. Like mm-hmm. when they need a decent match. Oh, Natalia is the challenger. It'll be a one-off. It'll be a good match, and then we can put thought into this. Um, title that doesn't scream SummerSlam. No, I agree, I agree with that one. That's my that. problem with that. That would have been fine for any of the pay per views between WrestleMania and now, but not SummerSlam. Yeah. If they had been building up Natalia, is taking out all challengers saying, I want the title at SummerSlam. It's in Toronto. I want that. And building her up, okay, we might have something. But instead, it was simply a case, it's her turn. That's yeah. not enough for me. And it, it literally, Ember Moon is the exact same thing for me. At least Ember Moon's a little bit fresh, uh, at least. Yeah, so that's good. So okay, yeah. so, there, so again, everybody's picking Becky. I assume we'll go on to that next match then. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So that's another you know all one sided match. Yeah. So let's go to uh, Bailey versus Ember Moon. Um. So Scott, I guess we'll let you start this one off. Do you think that Ember Moon's just a throw in and just she's going to take the loss? Well, the worst part here is she shouldn't be because she has been portrayed as the whole war goddess thing and whatever, and she's a threat and NXT brutalizer can come in here and destroy and all this other stuff. But they haven't really done that until suddenly she's the challenger. Look, it's her turn now. It, it's the same thing was with Natalia. It's like, oh, okay. But she was one of the first matches they announced along with Brock and Seth. Like, True. We knew about Bailey and Ember for a long time. And to me, it feels like they've done nothing to escalate it and almost de-escalated it back on the last couple of shows. 
where it's like she's not a threat at all for Bailey, even though she easily could be based on what we've seen and what we know, but she's just not portrayed as one. It's just Ember's turn. Okay. Like that. I don't know. It's, it's easy to criticize for what they didn't do, which is what I'm doing a lot of. I understand that. But from what they're presenting, Ember doesn't look like as much of a threat as Alexa and Nikki did last time. Right? Sure. It's, Ember, suddenly it's it's your turn. Here, you got three weeks. Go ahead. No, build up Ember. Have her destroy people on the way up. And we get there. It's like MLW, like Lee was saying. It's like build things up, lead, lead things to things, and mm-hmm. it'll be good. But to simply turn around and say, all right, Alexa and Nikki is over. Now it's going to be Ember. Well, why her? Well, because it's new. Yeah, but what's she been doing? Nothing. Well, see, she's been hurt, then right? why her? It's, yeah. I think she's been hurt. I think she just came back from uh, injury not too long ago. Okay. I, I believe. Then she should have come out there and just destroyed a few people. Instead, it was just another match to be another challenger. Yeah. It. If this is on the main card. I will be surprised. Actually, I think this is going to be pre-show, but what are you okay, going to say? That, I can see it. They haven't if announced what's the, the, the pre-show yet. Which I don't think it will be. If it's on the main card, I think Ember Moon's going to win. Oh. Because they haven't put any thought into it, and sometimes they do that. They'll be like, oh, yeah. SummerSlam, uh, let's get, we don't like Bailey right now, let's give it to Ember Moon, let's see what she does, and then you, you know, know if what? she's good with it, she'll keep it into Mania, or whatever. And then, But then they won't like her with it, and they'll change it again in a month. And- yeah, but if it's on the pre-show, it's just going to be Bailey in a five-minute squash. Who's the champion now? Yeah. <laughs> well, you say that. They, they just did this, like, at Extreme Rules with Nakamura winning. Like, it was a random match that was announced the day of. Uh, there was the Balor Nakamura. It was announced the day of. They came out on the pre-show, and Nakamura won, and I was just like, what the yep. fuck just happened? Like, No, I was I was thinking that. He had I'm victim. sure everybody that, was. but That like, at least was something that he thought he could win it. Yeah. But I'm going to say my pick is uh, Ember Moon, though. Just so Oh, you're going Ember Moon. Okay. I'll say it. I'll take the risk. All right. Scott, I wouldn't be what, surprised, to be honest. Did you pick Bailey? I, I picked Bailey, but I wouldn't be surprised if Ember won it simply because it's so it's summer, eh, of a thing. Yeah, I don't know. I I really like Ember Moon a lot, uh, but mm-hmm. I'm not saying I don't. Oh, I know that. I, I know. I don't like what you're doing with her right now. No, I I, I see what you're saying. And yeah. Giving her the title isn't the way to be like. Now you care about her. No, make me care about her getting the title. <laughs> that was me saying that, so it softened the blow when I said I like Ember Moon a lot, but Bailey's gonna win. Gotcha, <laughs> that, gotcha. uh, but yeah, I'm going Bailey as well. Um, I don't see this. Yeah, exactly. There's no build. It's just going to be a, hey, here's a match, and it's over. There's going to be nothing here. Um, yeah, this but, will be under 10 minutes, probably. Yeah. Uh, Lee, what are you thinking here? Bailey's going to use that uh, exquisite lower half of hers, that nice, <laughs> uh, succulent, muscular lower half, to uh, put all the weight on the uh, Ember Saturn or whatever the fuck her name is. <laughs> Ember fucking Saturn. That's amazing. That's a good name. I like that. That is it. Ember Saturn versus Bailey. All right. So everybody but Peanut going with uh, Bailey. Peanut's the odd man out. All right. Oh, let's see. What match? Never doubt me. Ma- match. Oh, this match is going to be fun. This is actually pretty damn new. Goldberg versus <laughs> Dolph Ziggler. Wow. Let's fucking go. Okay. I, uh, I opened my Google app. Okay. Yes. And sometimes when you open your Google app, like it was the first thing I did in the morning for some reason, I just opened the Google app. Yeah. Um, and underneath the search bar, they give you headline. And for some reason, it was like uh, the recommended page was like uh, Goldberg returns and faces uh, Dolph Ziggler. And I was like, this is a dream. Like, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not awake yet. This is not this real is life. Reality? Why would Goldberg be facing Dolph Ziggler at SummerSlam in 2019? 
Oh, man. Ah, uh, you know... So... Mm. But so, that's my story of how I found out this match was real. Because then I clicked the link. It still might be a, a dream. Maybe it's all. There was a YouTube video, and I watched it, and I was like, "Oh no, it's, it's real." So <laughs> we're not you... getting the Dolph Ziggler versus Shawn Michaels. So in your so... dream, Peanut, who did you have win? Or if if, if this is your was, dream, who would win? It was a nightmare <laughs> that became reality. Um, and you're and still living it. <laughs> it's going to be Goldberg. Goldberg. Yeah. I mean. Okay. All right. I, it makes sense. What about you, Scott? So, Goldberg. <laughs> Yeah. Um, because Dolph Ziggler is gonna bump like a motherfucker for him. Um, it sucks because I like I think Dolph's hitting a little bit of a stride again. Like you can tell he's yeah. he's, he's feeling it. He's grooving. And the I thing, hope, hopefully, this doesn't take him out of it. Because when Dolph doesn't care, it's very obvious. Yeah, and I thought he never could not care, but he did recently not care. Yeah, um, I would say the past two years. I think after he did. Yeah. Feud with the Miz. The weird thing with this match, not, it was, not care. Was, I want to say focus. Let me change. Yeah, focus. it was it was the Miz versus Dolph Ziggler. And then I heard rumors like a week or so ago saying that was all a ruse and it's going to be Goldberg. I'm like, why? What? And then, yeah, it was because, you know, he's been bad-mouthing the Legends. I'm like, okay. So Goldberg's going to be out there and fight for the Legends. Okay. And he Ziggler bad-mouthed him specifically. That's cool. He super-kicked Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Why isn't Shawn Michaels facing him? Exactly. Oh, he's retired. He fucking came out of retirement. He broke the seal. It's, no, you can't say I'm retired. I won't wrestle anymore. You've done it, Sean. Fuck off. And this if would this have been was, a good one. If this was Michaels versus Ziggler, oh, I'd be like, goodness. oh. When okay. I saw that he super kicked him, I was like, oh, please. Me too. Me I, to this. Yeah. I was let's, like, let's do that. Yeah, I let's, was in the boat you, of. You know, like, Dolph is going to put his life's work into this feud because this is like his dream. Yeah. Like, anyone's dream, really, who would want who would want to work with Sean Michaels. Like, think of that. And maybe Michaels only ever, like, he'll face AJ Styles at a Rumble or something. Like, he'll make, like, two matches a year. Maybe. That's fine. That's cool. That's all we need from him for that. Yeah, I mean... And Michaels versus Ziggler. I know Lee's a big Michaels fan. We'll get there. Um, but Michaels versus Ziggler, yeah, that might have been too similar, but Michaels versus Jericho did that story great way back at Mania 19, and it, it could have been great. Michaels and Ziggler. We still might get it. Who knows? Goldberg and Ziggler is so fucking random... It's going to kill whatever momentum Dolph has. Like, it's, how do you rebound from this? <laughs> it's like, it's that, does anybody think it's going to go past five minutes? Oh, oh my goodness. It's no. not. He's no. going to spear him. Maybe he'll dodge the spear, but then he'll actually spear him. Yeah. And then he'll hit a zigzag, but then he'll spear him again. Oh, he's and not. And then he'll jackhammer him. He's not zigzagging him. Nope. <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to see it a zigzag. Yeah. But you know what? You know what I mean? Like that's, that's literally oh, I know it. what you mean. I just described that. They're going to do a thing where he's going like, to super oh, kick fun. Goldberg. He's going to super kick Goldberg, and Goldberg's yeah. just going to like shake it off. Yeah. And then spear him. And then spear him. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um. That, that that's it. It's going to be a fun like. Oh, look at that! But has anybody ever clamored for Goldberg versus Ziggler? That's uh, why I thought it was like a no. weird dream I was having. Yeah. That's, that's no like reality. one of those random things that you get when you're playing 2K, and it's like, here's the match on Raw tonight. It's yeah. This All right. is, that match sounds interesting. Let's go with it. This is what's happening. Okay. They took the Matt Riddle real life person and gave it to Ziggler's little character here. Uh, oh, talking shit right. about the legends. Obviously, putting him in a match against Goldberg. They're literally putting Ziggler in this Matt right. Riddle like right. spot. So, okay. Um, the thing with the I'm not against Goldberg. Like, like we've said before about the Goldberg Undertaker match, mm -hmm. that match was a lot of fun until he bonked his head. Yeah, and then it just went to shit. But it still wasn't even that terrible. It was just like he was he wasn't able to do it. I have nothing against Goldberg. Goldberg it, is not past his contributing prime. Contributing to the overall mess for me. 
Yeah. It, that's my but, problem with it. But with, with Goldberg, I mean, there's matches I'd rather see. Like, I don't know. I'd sure. even be up for Taker again or some random shit. Like, you could use Goldberg better than this. It's so random on the last Raw to have this. But let's let's go full out with what Bomber said. What if Dolph was like, you know what? No, I pulled in a ringer too, and Matt Rule comes out. Oh, my God. Get out of here. Not happening. Oh, Goldberg versus Riddle at SummerSlam. Let's that would fucking be, go. That would be fantastic. That would be fantastic. People, it's not happening. Goldberg's going to spear him three oh, times in Jack Hammer. True. Yeah, it wouldn't It wouldn't go very well for uh, Riddle if that was the case. But, but I still, I, I don't care. Like, Goldberg, it'll be fun. But why? Like, true. just to appease him from Saudi? Okay. All right, let's uh, let's hear what Lee's got to say. Lee, what who are you thinking of going with in this uh, Goldberg versus Ziggler match? What a waste of everybody's fucking time, man. This is this. Amen. Um, <laughs> Poor Miz doesn't okay. get a match. Say say what you say what you will about fucking Shawn Michaels. I think he's a piece of garbage. I think he's fucking overrated. But he's a smart man. He knows how to leverage himself in and out of things. And someone came up with the idea of, hey, we can have you face Ziggler. And he just pulled a Hogan and said, that doesn't work for me, brother. <laughs> and he's just, uh, it's like, I'm not doing a jobber match. Well, who can we pay an exorbitant amount of money to do a jobber match? Hey, we got Goldberg still on the roster, technically. He'll do a jobber match for five minutes. He'll do a sprint and fucking kill by everybody. And there you go. There's your match. And I don't give a shit about any of this. Well, so who? Uh, I assume, assume assume you're picking Goldberg then, right? Yeah, the, the Jewish jackhammer. The, he's gonna win. There it is. Okay, so here's a little stat for you guys. I looked it up because I was curious about this. Goldberg has competed in five matches since returning. You know, since 2004, this 2004 run, he's competed in five matches. The first one versus Brock Lesnar at Survivor Series, and then in Toronto. In in Toronto, yes. And they loved him there. Then he was in the Rumble, technically. I mean, it was super quick. It wasn't very long, but he was in the Rumble, so that counts as a match. Then he fought Kevin Owens when he won the title in 22 seconds, when he won the uh, the Universal title in 22 seconds at Fastlane. And then he lost to Lesnar at WrestleMania 33, and then most recently he lost to Goldberg. So if you, get, you look down these names... Um, I, besides maybe Kevin Owens, I think Ziggler sticks out as a, wait, this doesn't look right. Like, he's facing these A-list names, and then all of a sudden now he's going against the Ziggler. It's like, Yeah, and what? Owens was main eventing for the Universal title. Just yeah, so yeah that was a title match. Yeah. yeah. So that's the this only reason. no follow-up. Like, it's going to be... Yeah, it's so this follow-up's going to be Michaels versus Ziggler at WrestleMania or some shit. I don't like, think that's so. What, if no, so, then he's either, winning. But it should be. If so, if so, he's winning, then. No, he's not. Well, if he's gonna face Michael, yeah, you can't you can't no. squash Ziggler in, in five minutes and then have him compete yeah. with uh, Michaels in like a twenty Mister WrestleMania. Minute. That'll be in April. No one will remember. That's true. Yeah, that's show true. the highlights of the that's Legend true. feud when he's super. And also, him. also, yeah. this is just a rehash. If they do go down this route of the you know the Legend Killer Randy Orton uh, uh, gimmick that he had back in the day, so I don't want to get too I don't want it to get too close to that. Because that was Randy Orton's whole Legend Killer gimmick was fantastic. If they're going to try to just rehash it, it's just going to be, you know, not good. So hopefully this is the end of it here with the Goldberg squash. But, oh, oh, and those matches that I just named, only one of them lasted more than five minutes. And it was the one against Undertaker uh, mm-hmm. in Saudi Arabia. Um, yeah. So, no, well, it's the only thing I'm interested in is the fact it's going to be Toronto again. Who's going to ape shit for him? That's true. 
Yep. So, uh, so anyway, yeah, I think we're all going. I don't know if I said it, but yeah, I'm going Goldberg as well. We're all going Goldberg here as well. So, even man. if Dolph Ziggler smashes him with a chair and doesn't give a fuck, he still gets DQ'd and Goldberg wins. So, yeah. Sure. Um, all right. So, this is a match that is guaranteed to be on the pre show the cruiserweight title match Drew Gulag versus Oni Lorcan. Um, uh, Gulak. Peanut, you, oh, you're just going to Gulag, huh? That's all I have on it. All right. Gulag. That's a name that you knew. Yeah. That's a name that he's heard mm-hmm. before. Exactly. Um, okay. Uh, what about you, Scott? Uh, Only Lurkin has a horrible Twitter handle because it's Star Destroyer. And when I saw Star Destroyers going as Drew Gulak, I'm like, who's Star Destroyer? Like, yeah. Who's, oh, it's, oh, it's Only Lurkin. That's his. Okay. Only Lurkin's been fun in NXT. He's been awesome here and there. His Twitter is fun now that I've actually seen it. Um, I don't think he's going to win this one, though. It's Gulak. Gulak or nothing right now. He's kind of running pretty great with it so this is going to help gulak's reign more than anything uh yeah i agree with that one what about you lee one elorfin <laughs> there it is that, that actually looks like how it's spelled one um here's my little insight for those that do not know these guys uh both former czw wrestlers competed in czw's biggest show of the year biggest match of the year against each other for the czw world title in cage of death so just was that, a, was that the uh, parking garage classic? The, uh, uh, yes, it was that skaters flight. Uh, fighter skaters. Flyer skate zone. God, I just Are had you a saying real thing. I just had a fucking stroke there. <laughs> Flyer skate zone. Yes, uh, that's where the event <laughs> the was held. Fuck, are you talking about? Yes, that that's the arena that they were in. I I was there once when I got skate lessons when I was five. Awesome. They have a little seating there um, for your parents. That's good. So anyways, yeah, so these guys have a indie history, and I've seen some crazy shit that they do to each other. Obviously, obviously none of that shit's happening here, obviously. Uh, but I just wanted to, for those that did not know, these guys actually do have a history um, dating back to, you know, I don't know what year it was, but it was probably 2013, 2014, somewhere around there in CZW. So yeah, uh, just a fun little little nugget of info there for you. But it's yeah. going to be a great match that's going to be worth checking out. Not just because it's Cruiserweights 205, but these guys are both really good. Yeah, so. I'm going I'm going Drew as well. He just won the title not long ago. He's got a good run, and I've been waiting for him. I'll, I'll cr- Whenever he does lose the title, I'll probably cry. So just want to put the point that out. So Go one Just so you guys know. Just so you guys know. Whenever you see and Drew Gulak lose, I will be crying somewhere. Oni Larkin is the owner of the weirdest NXT name that I can think of. Cause like you might get a Cameron Grimes for a Trevor Lee, but yeah. Oni Lorcan, like who yeah. says that and goes, yes, that's a marquee worthy name. What the, f- I don't understand. I don't, like I don't Finn Balor. Goddamn pal. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, let's, at least that there... means demon King. What the fuck is Oni Lorcan mean? Yeah. Demon King. That was a uh, Punisher Martinez, right? Yeah. No Punisher Martinez is now Damon priest. Oh, Dam- oh wait, who's, what did you just say? Demon what? Demon King. Finn Balor. Oh, means, Demon means King. King. Sorry. Demon. I, I, yeah. I, 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 like I said, I had a stroke, so sorry about that. Yeah, you did. You're Still tired. Recovering. It's okay. You'll be okay. You'll be okay. Uh, Let's but anyway, You'll just his his name in, in CZW in the indies was Biff Busick, by the way. So That's better. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, maybe Biff Busick sounds like Brooklyn Brawl or 2000 or so. so. Anyway, moving on. That just got, got a little history lesson for you. We got Randy Orton versus Kofi Kingston. Is anybody else excited for this match? Because I'm hearing a lot of people online are super fucking hype for this match. 
Uh, is it, anybody really? feeling it? it yeah, yeah, people yeah, have no, been. I, I, I've seen it. They're like, oh, it's all the history. It's all the the, the feud from ten years ago is going to happen now. Yeah. Um. And just side note, if you haven't already, uh, go to WWE's YouTube channel and look for the. the there's a little build up video for this match already on there. I don't know if it's going to air on the pay per view or not, but. Um, go watch it. it. It shows like the history and stuff. It's super well done. I linked in the discord, but it's lost by now, but, um, go look for it on, um, WWE's YouTube channel. It's very good. It shows the history between the guys. It, it's a little more one-sided for Kofi, but still very, very good little build up and promo trailer for the guys. Um, I guess I'll go first. I'll let you guys think about who you were going to pick, but I'm a little nervous. I, I know how WWE likes to give, you know, throw Randy Orton a bone every once in a while. Uh, uh, stop. No, you're not allowed to pick. We're just gonna we're just gonna go. Okay, okay. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But uh, when you mention anything about Randy Orton, it goes yeah. that way. It <laughs> That's me not true. You I'm, made him win the rumble, you bastard. I I slightly did. You're right. Um. Hey, what about Randy Orton? Is the goddamn quote? <laughs> yeah. And he won the rumble and took the title off of Bray at Mania. Exactly. You monster. Yeah, that was all my fault. You're right. That was 100 yes. percent on me. Um. <laughs> so Bray Wyatt. I'm just saying. I. I'm definitely feeling Kofi here, but something in the back of my mind is telling me that Randy Orton definitely has a chance. But it would kill. Always has a that's, that's the nature of the promotion of the match. True, it, true. Uh, it, it, it really would kill Kofi Kingston, especially when you watch that buildup I was referencing, where he's like, I, 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 was, I was building my way up, I was building my way up, and Randy Orton, the rumors were he was the guy that knocked me down. He's the guy that prevented me. He's the guy that didn't let me reach you know, the pinnacle or whatnot. And... If he loses here after saying all that, it makes it look like, okay, Kofi, well, you had your shot to redeem yourself, and you failed, so now Randy Orton's right, you do suck, and you're not as good as him. Did you not see the SmackDown promo where Randy came out and said, yes, you're right, I was the guy who used my influence to keep you down? Uh, I No, I did not. <laughs> he literally said that in a promo. Awesome. That's fantastic. To his face in the ring. And, and, so, is what, and what did Kofi do? Kick him. Okay, good. At least he did something yeah. instead of like, yeah. okay, okay, and back up. Okay, yeah, good. No, um, no, you're right, because if anybody could take the title, it's Randy, because Randy Orton, he's one of those guys where it's like, oh, there, you, you would never question Randy Orton getting the title, even sure. if you don't want it. It's never a thing to make you go, oh, that doesn't make sense. No, especially with their history, because he beat him before to retain it 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's all. Uh, this is really a way to get more for Kofi. He'll get the win over the guy to kill an old demon, that kind of thing. It'll be good, but... sure. Just to say, oh, it would kill Kofi if he lost. Yeah, mm-hmm. it would. And that wouldn't stop him from doing it. True. It would really sour this We've rain that it. he's got. A lot of people We've are a lot of people are really getting going south on this rain as it is, but this would really put a oh, damper on the rain for It's real. amazed me how much people have wanted to see Kofi Kingston get a run as champion, yep. and he got it, and he's giving them exactly what Kofi Kingston as champion would be. Yep. And they don't like it. It's like, it, you literally got what you wanted. 100% right on that. He didn't change. It's literally it. And, oh, I don't like it. It's it's exactly what this would be. Yep. He, uh, he's not, yep. oh, he should be more aggressive. No, he's going to be New Day Kofi. What do you want? <laughs> yep. So I, I, I am actually going to pick Kofi, but I... Same. I, yeah, I'm picking Kofi. So, uh, Peanut, what do, you, what do you got here? If it would be wrong to bet against Randy Orton... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's hard though, right? Slam. That aura, yeah. Like, because Kofi's had a lot longer run than I thought, and this would be a good point to be like, "All right, the Kofi era is over." But I don't. If Orton gets the title, I don't know what they do with him. So true. I gotta go with Kofi. Can I throw a suggestion at you? He gets it back, like they did with Orton and Christian for a bit there. 
where Kofi becomes uh, two-time champ. True. Right? They, it doesn't mean it's the end. It's just the end like of the two-time world yeah. champion. When and he goes in would, the Hall of Fame, they would and love that. that would put Orton as what? A 13 Six, time? I was thinking that. Like, is he Orton's at 13 right now. He's got so nine oof. and four, I think. Oof. Nine WWE and four world. Because he has more. He would have more than um, Triple H. Right? What is I think he tie, Triple H is 14, I believe. Triple H has eight and five. Yeah. So uh, we might not have nine, nine and five. Yeah. We need to look he, this up, but anyway. Yeah, the, neither of them have 15. Yeah. I think Triple H is 14 and Orton is 13. Yeah, the only one closest is Cena right now. The closest person is Cena to get in Flair. Uh, but anyway. Well, they're tied now. Well, Cena right? has Flair. He's yeah. at 16. Okay, there you go. Uh, Lee. Un- unless you want to count 20 for Flair because he's got goofy ones. That's true. People <laughs> people have been talking about that lately, too. Uh, Lee, so what are you thinking here? You thinking Kofi? You thinking Randy? Kofifi. Kofifi. Oh, okay. All right, all right. Um, anything else, or is that your? Uh, is that it? I don't care. Okay, all right. That that works. <laughs> that's that the works. episode title. Well, I don't care. I think there is only one more match to talk about that's oh. been booked. Um, and I assume this is going to be our main event. Uh, the Universal Championship on the line. Kevin Nash. Brock, <laughs> Brock Lesnar versus <laughs> Seth Rollins. Brock Lesnar is back, baby, and he's got the Universal Title again. Um, this is actually hard for me to pick, so I'm gonna let Peanut go first. Well, I was just thinking it's a tough one. Um, I still can't, I can't believe Brock Lesnar's still around. <laughs> like, it's why amazing. not? It's easy. And he's champ again. It's it's easy money for him, so I don't blame yeah. him. I totally would do it as well, and I wouldn't care what anyone thinks. But it's just funny that he's like the WWE's still like, okay, Brock, you're our champion because you're drawing us money. And not costing us money, which I assume with what they're paying him, they have to be losing money. But that's mm. a discussion for another time. For the match, um, I'm going to go Brock Lesnar. Okay. Top lock. And it, Jesus. How many top locks you got over there? <laughs> um, I just, I, um, I don't know. I, don't, I didn't really, I haven't been following, but it seems like Seth Rollins, is, his momentum is, is going away. And, oh, people would agree with that 100%. And uh, WWE might sense that, or they're going to love that he's a company guy and they're, he's going to become super annoying as the the face of the company. We're about to talk about that in one second. Yeah, they do that. Right, I want to so, hear But for today, I'm going with Brock Lesnar to retain. All right. Lee, what are you thinking here? I have this sneaking suspicion that uh, Seth's going to get the title back. I think it's just uh, another case of really backwards thinking when it comes to what WWE is doing with the booking. They've made Seth Rollins look like an absolute total fucking bitch the last couple weeks after booking him like a fucking megastar and him being super over and him with his girlfriend being super over and just being a great team and all that shit. And then lately they've just been booking them like a fucking bitch. They've been trying to book him as the underdog, and I think that's a massive mistake. He's not the kind of guy you book as a fucking underdog, even if he's against a fucking monster like Brock Lesnar. Well, they were doing that with Roman, even. I know, oh, it's yeah. stupid. And yeah. here's the thing. Seth Rollins fucking... Uh, the last match he had with uh, with Lesnar there, um, where he won the title, mm-hmm. he, he got brutalized for like a couple minutes, and then he just killed Lesnar out of nowhere. Yeah. He wasn't presented as an underdog. He was presented as a guy who had a deadly move that could fucking take Lesnar out. So why are you booking him as an underdog all of a sudden? Like, I understand 
one week he gets his ass handed to him by Lesnar. That's fine. But he should have been fighting back like by week two. It should have been like a you know a more even keel kind of thing. But no, they're actually legit booking him as the underdog. And the sad thing is, it's making him look like a little bitch. It's making him look like a guy who doesn't deserve to be there, a guy who can be easily beaten by Lesnar. And if he gets a win, and I assume he is, uh, they might even make that look like a fluke this time, which just totally devalues him, and it makes no goddamn sense to me. And But it's the kind of thing WWE does all the time. They always want to like break guys down after they've built them up, mm-hmm. and then they build them up again. And it's, it's just dumb. I, I don't get it. It's just totally counterproductive to how wrestling is supposed to be in my mind anyway um but yeah i I think seth's gonna win it um and you know what i just thought about this as uh you were talking there this is almost like a carbon copy of what lesnar and roman went through when roman was coming out and getting just the absolute shit beat out of him and he was getting like stretchered out like that same they're going doing the same exact thing they're doing uh seth rollins right now same program just said Roman Reigns didn't have a girlfriend. <laughs> there you go. Because um, in their mind, they're like, oh, it works every time. And it's yeah, been it, a year. They forget. They totally uh, <laughs> forgot how it did not work with uh But they Reigns. don't see that. They yeah. think, oh, he's um, a success story. I get, Yeah, uh, Scott, I guess. What, what are you thinking? Oh, you guess? Okay. Um, <laughs> Seth mm-hmm. is probably going to win it. And the idea is, I'm thinking... Because they saw how well it worked, and he, he beat him, and he was the you know the, the champion, the, the beast slayer, and all that. And well, how do you get people to really rally behind him? We have him beat Brock again. Well, he doesn't have to win the title from him again. He could retain. That could be good too. But no, it's the same way they did it with Braun. They wanted to see Brock keep beating up Braun, so that when Braun finally gets his hands on him, oh, they're going to be really behind him. Well, no, there is a danger if you do it too much they're going to think, oh, he can't do it. And that's the worry here. Like, Seth isn't being treated just like an underdog. He's a Rey Mysterio underdog, where you're looking like, there is no chance this guy can do it. Instead of, you know, he's a smaller guy, so he's going to get thrown around like AJ did, or uh, Brian did, and like he did. And he did. He's he's already beat him. All these guys, but all these guys have been thrown around like the smaller guys, but they're capable yeah, they're underdogs and that it's going to be an uphill battle, but it's not like they're like underdogs because they're simply not capable. But that's how they're making him. They're making him look like an incapable underdog yep. who has no chance. Not just that it's going to be hard, but he can't. And that's fucking stupid because he already did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not like Balor or AJ, these guys who couldn't, who, who didn't have a shot before. He literally beat him already in Mania early. So... Like, so this makes no sense to me, but he's still going to win it, which is even more ass backwards because they've portrayed him as a guy who really shouldn't now. Well, I mean, I don't know about should he's just been getting his ass beat again. If that, I yeah. don't know. Well, it makes so, it win. Well, look that's like a so. Flute. Why would the match be any different? Is how I look at it. He can barely walk and st- he's having trouble yeah. standing and he's getting his ass beat. They're trying to tell the story he's of able to wrestle a competent match. I had the same problem with the Bucks versus um, the Lucha Brothers back at Double or Nothing when they said, yeah. The Lucha Brothers have had like 90 matches since January, and the Bucks had one. And they're out of practice, and they're not as good. They're missing a step, and this and that. Oh, but they still won. They're that good. They're the best. They, they still showed them as capable, just, you know, mm-hmm. a step behind. Not like they couldn't even do it. Yeah. Seth is looking like, instead of being like, look, he's, he's out of step because he's hurt and smaller, but he's got it done before. He's just got to do the right things. Instead, they're portraying him as, 
he can't. He's too hurt. Oh, yeah. but look, can you imagine? Can you believe that he did it? It's to make it look at, like that much better when he actually does. When they're doing the ridiculousness of trying to convince you he can't. I get that's the make, promotion. You want to make it why? Why would you sell the main event of the major show as the champion versus the guy who literally has no shot? Yeah. Unless maybe you want to make, mm. make it. You want to make it believable? Yep. Or along the lines of the fucking cuck storyline they're doing with what's uh, uh, his face, uh, they they should have it like, oh, Becky's just been like fucking him so hard that he's just totally fucked out and he can't compete anymore. Like he's that <laughs> yeah. broken. he's fucked out. Well, what what was that line? <laughs> um, I think Russo said that Becky should have fucked him over. And oh, that and she said turn. I did. And Bucker's like response that. was, "I did though." Yeah, she's like, "I did last <laughs> night." Yeah, yeah, okay, that's pretty great. That was a good line. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, she's been saving him lately, so maybe she'll come out and save him against Brock Lesnar. So, I well, mean, that's I don't know. that literally is part of the storyline because they, Becky and Seth both talked about that. It's like they didn't want to do the usual girlfriend thing where the girlfriend gets beat up and the guy rescues it. Sure. And they said, "Twenty nineteen. Well, yeah, that's, that'd be fun." So that's like, I'll get my ass beat. You come on and save me. They were cool with that. That was, yeah. that's, that's a fun way to do it because it gets both characters to do their thing, and it's fine. Seth Rollins is like a Shawn Michaels or a Bret Hart. He can get his ass beat. He's not a world killer, but he's good enough to stay with them and handle it. Right now, he's dying against a monster. Yeah, the, I don't buy it. It's, what they're yeah, what they're doing here, uh, same exact thing they were doing with uh, Reigns. As I was just talking about. They're trying. They're booking. Rollins as this when we say underdog we're talking I'm, I'm talking like ultimate underdog where he yeah. can't even like get to the ring to fight so that leads you to believe that he's gonna win like you know booking 101 you know yeah. get this guy he's the face he's he, there's no possible way he can win and then he finds a way to come back and win that's the all that's that the, much more miraculous and amazing yes. and oh my god look how good he really exactly. is exactly that's we like already know he's good we already booking, did, you don't need to do this yeah. again to do that <laughs> yeah that's 101 right there that's that's basic stuff so yeah. that makes me think that Lesnar is going to retain because it, it's so obvious storyline wise that Rollins is going to win. So I, and I know I kind of went against this earlier with uh, with um, Kevin Owens. I said it's so obvious Kevin Owens is going to win. So I'm definitely going Kevin Owens. But in that situation, there's that stipulate. They, they have that, you know, is fire or quits and will never come back that they have to, like, overcome and make something ultimate ultimately d- look dumb here it's there's an easy way out it's just lesnar re- yeah lesnar retains he was hurt and it's not not that big it's, of a deal that they literally did that when brock beat braun at crown jewel he yeah. just brutalized them and that's it yeah and that was braun Strowman, who really most people figured oh this is where he wins the title neat that's cool here yep. we go and said he got suplexed five times or Back ten when, times yeah after ten chair shots and it's over like that wasn't even a match but it was all to build Braun for later because you're going to want to see him really get his hands on him, and they've never done that match. Yep. What's so. like it's Roman was a, a case of like it was miscast in that role. Seth can do it, but they really shouldn't. <laughs> he's he's beaten them before. Why are they doing this? Yep. So uh so there it is. I mean, we 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 talked about some you know some negative, some positive. What is the number one match? We're gonna wrap this up here. What is the number one match that you were looking forward to? Lee, go. We're gonna start with you. The number one match so far that you're looking forward to. Um. Uh. Oh. Uh, one e uh, <laughs> lemon versus uh, Drew. 
versus Drew. Okay, well, there you go. Um, I think that'll be good, by the way. I know you're joking, but I think that'll be a good one. Uh, Peanut, name your number one match you're looking forward to on this card. I don't remember oh my any God. matches. Uh, <laughs> you can't even recall the last one we just talked about? I remember that one. Um, you know it's not that one. Becky uh, and Ember AJ Saturn. Styles match. <laughs> AJ Styles? Okay. Uh, I mean, I can buy that. AJ and Ricochet should be a fantastic match. No, I'm kidding. That That is my pick, though. Okay. That series. I think that'll, that's the easy. That'll be a fun one. Yep. Yeah. And Scott? Nothing on this screams must see, which hurts. Because it's going to be a good show overall. They normally yeah. are. They, they're on a roll. Um, I'm ridiculously curious about Goldberg. Not going to lie. AJ Ricochet is going to be fun. Uh, I, I'm a, I'm a fan of Becky right now. I'm going to say Becky and Natalia because it's going to okay. be fucking good, and they're going to have the crowd. So I'll go with that one. I'm going to go with the gimmick, uh, the gimmick match for me. Uh, the Fiend versus Finn Balor. I'm I was like, which scene. one are you talking about? Well, true. Yeah, the gimmick as far as you know, the Fiend. Um, because there's a lot of the ways this match can go. It's Bray Wyatt is in a position where he can't lose, but. Finn Balor, who knows what they're going to do? Who, uh, it's I'm very interested to see what they do here, and I hope they don't do the and wrong what thing. what the fallout would be from it. Yeah. yeah. Has that too, well, there's, yeah. there's been a rumor that Finn wanted time off, too. So I heard that. Well, this would be a good way that. to write him off. That was a little while ago. A little while ago. So I don't know if they you already had it or what. So. Yeah. Um, either way, uh, I know we kind of have been you know a little more critical on the show, which we always do. We, that's a, you know it's nothing new here. But the show's WWE has been put – putting so many good pay-per-views on this year that even we say hey nothing's you know jumping out like scott just said on this card it's most likely going to be a very good show i don't know what is there to to counter it nothing looks like trash either (laughs) Uh, every single match will oh no peanut give me that give me that uh, well what are you thinking what are you thinking peanut what's trash i mean bailey and ember moon's gonna have five minutes they don't have a chance yeah, I was but they're fantastic. I mean, that. yes. Dolph I, Ziggler versus Goldberg. It's that's going to be good. I, it'll be a fun Goldberg fight. That's going to be We've fun. It. No, it's going to be <laughs> yeah, fun. Right. I, call it's, me. It's, but the crowd's going to go yay. I'm going to go yay too, probably. Unless yeah. Ziggler wins, and I'll be like, what the fuck did they just do? It'd be great if you fondly remember all those squash matches that Goldberg did on like WCW Saturday Night. Or yeah, but he never beat Ziggler in any of those matches, though. Yeah, because no one gave a shit. Ziggler was like in third grade, probably at that time. Say he but was like, yeah, <laughs> but no, you're right. Ember Moon Bailey is probably the weakest match. Looking at it, but that's still going to be fine. For what match it is. is not going to have any time. It, but it's going to be still on be- the pre-show. It'll get time. Okay. Yeah, like there's nothing here that I'm like, oh, I don't want that. They're all going to be fine. Yeah, they it, could do a better job of getting me caring about them, but they're all. It'll be serviceable. Be bad. And no, nothing yeah. is going to be like a botch. Like but that's not be a thin that's the classic that Matt Zion said about WrestleMania. SummerSlam shouldn't make me go. Ah, it'll all be okay. True. Well, it's yeah. fucking SummerSlam. It should be great. That's true. So. Um, yeah, and it, don't forget they're going to add more matches. So hopefully they're oh. going to be good ones. You got there's so many other names that they haven't booked yet. Um, I got something. There's there's a little bit of news for SummerSlam for next year. It's going to be in Boston. Boston. Okay. So is they're touring year? it again, and they're not doing yeah. the uh, the gimmick. No, because yeah. they were in L.A. for like what. Six years in Brooklyn, yeah, they did and Brooklyn for two, three. Yeah, they're yeah. going to be in Boston for NXT, uh, SummerSlam, Raw, and SmackDown I didn't, I didn't on like consecutive nights. So yeah. SmackDown is going to be on Tuesday. Yeah. Okay. After SummerSlam next year, so is SmackDown moving? No. Hmm. That that's right. interesting. Or maybe maybe well, Stephanie's fucked up her post, but. Well, guys, that is it. Hey, this is episode ninety-nine. You know what that means. The next episode is episode 100. 
Full cast. I, I, I mean, oh. I don't want to promote that because I, people have agreed. Zion, a rab, everybody wants to be there. Uh, you know, the people that aren't usually here, I should say. Uh, they said they're going to be on. Um, I don't want to completely promote it, but it should be a full cast. Uh, I don't even know what we're going to talk about. I, I want to talk about AEW because All Out is going to be right around that time frame. Finally, hopefully we can get Zion talking about some wrestling because, you know, he wants to talk about AEW or he wants he wants to like AEW at least. So we, we'll talk some some Jabba radio. We're going to talk right? some Jabba radio. Talk about, we'll you know, back. what was our favorite moments from 100 uh, episodes? Maybe if you remember anything. Um, um I got a question, Bummer, because we kind of uh, fell off here. But uh, did we replace our death pool picks? Did we what? Do we have new picks for Deathpool, or do we keep our names? No, oh, we keep them because no we, one won. Oh we yeah, yeah, we right. keep, yeah, okay. yeah, we keep them until somebody wins. I yeah. forgot it's been so long. Yeah, yeah, I was we like, keep wait, did, did, we didn't pick new guys. Oh shit! No, 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 we're not. No, we don't pick until somebody actually wins. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, if we had to repick every time someone in the wrestling community, <laughs> yeah, that would be bad. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> oh goddamn! Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. But anyway, uh, so that is it, guys. Please. If, if you somehow listen to this and you know what, you don't usually listen to the show, make sure you tune in in two weeks. Episode 100. Um, I don't know new what to expect. Song. Yeah. Oh, Peanut is going to be coming at us with a new theme song. So that's pretty exciting to look forward to. So uh, there you go, guys. We're going to get out of here. We'll see you guys for episode 100 in two weeks. Hopefully we're all here. <laughs> all right. Bye, guys. Go one of you, Luke Waffa. <laughs> Fucking what? <laughs> what? <laughs>